Episode of This Might Not Go Well with your boy B Breezy, aka Poppy Sazone. What's going on, world? It's your boy Slick Grayson, aka Law. How's everybody doing out there? Well, you um, heard my quiet storm voice. Ooh. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a good week this week. You feel me? You know, Thanksgiving was last week. Everybody was going crazy. Now, you know, we came here to pod this week. How you doing? Do a little self check in. What's going on with you, brother? Um, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I I can't really complain. Uh, taking it day by day, man. Not much happened this week. I don't think in my personal life. I drank. I worked. I drank and I worked. Alcoholic. Your mama. <laughs> How you feeling this week? How you feeling? I mean, you know, your boy had his little surgery this week. You, you had surgery. Me? Dang, Shorty told you you wasn't hitting the wall, so you had to get the extendo clips. I respect you it. See, you see how you try to violate me on here? You know, you nobody. That's why I'm about to take you to an AA meeting over here. That's fine. I'll go. I ain't gonna if listen, you, but I'm gonna go. see the setup. You know, homeboy got a drink or something else in a whole little personal bottle or something else. My boy got a problem, but you know we're gonna save that for a lot of episodes. We're gonna have that intervention episode in the future. Whatever, bro. <laughs> they took you from two to three. How's how you feeling? Tell don't, everybody about your surgery. Don't do that. Anywho, my surgery went well. You know, had a little keloid surgery. Feel feeling normal now. You feel me? Don't have that stuff weighing on me like that before. So I'm feeling good though. But a lot of stuff happened this week, man. Where should we start? Well, first off, your surgery, man. Let's talk about it because I don't know. I was scared, bro. You had that keloid for a while. Yeah, bro, I had that for three years. Yeah, man. And then before I knew it, it just grew like it had like a like I felt like I had a second head coming from my ears type shit. Now that it's gone, I feel like I, I can make this joke. You know, one of the little mutants from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the little one that used to like Baxter or whatever, the one that used to be in the little All machine. Right, we about to start this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like, woo, child. So, yo, the NBA is turning up. This is the month, man. It's about to start December twenty second. A yeah. lot of moves was made. Yeah, man. I think uh, NBA coming back is it, it's a perfect time and an imperfect time at the same time. I think it's great because you know, like right now, everybody's home. Everybody kind of needs something where they could, you know, just interact. They have some some fun stuff to talk about. Like fantasy basketball leagues are starting up. You know, consistent consistent things to watch on TV. Consistent sports with a, a league that kind of knows what they're doing. No, no shade to the NFL. Actually, a lot of shade yeah, to the NFL. Shade, a lot yeah. of shade. So yeah, man, I'm excited. But, yeah, and hopefully this goes smoothly as the previous season went because you know. Even though NFL been having a lot of positive COVID cases, I mean, when they did the bubble, NBA didn't have zero cases. But now I know they're going to try to do the arena stuff and touring and everything. I don't know how it's going to look with people seeing the games live, but hopefully they continue with the streak of with no zero with zero COVID cases and stuff. But I mean, I think COVID is inevitable at this point. We're going to see some of our favorite players uh, get COVID. We're going to see a lot of some games get postponed because of COVID. Uh, the NBA just released like a big plan about how they're going to try to manage it. But now you're adding that outside element. Like players are allowed to travel and go home. Like 
I think the memo, what was you tweeted the memo earlier? Like they can't go to clubs. They can't go to greetings. They can't go to like public gyms. There'll be no workouts with Chris Brickley at Lifetime Fitness. <laughs> no, no, no workouts with the shooting coaches on, on Instagram. Like it's totally private workout. Like they their families are getting tested twice a week. So there's a lot going into trying to ensure that they minimize the COVID thing. But I think just off of their like initial testing as training camps open, I think like 50 out of 500 people tested positive for COVID in the NBA already. Oh, jeez. Mike Connolly from the Utah Jazz already is uh, locked in. He's uh, in quarantine and he had contact tracing. So it's going to be wild. It's going to be some nights you expect to see your favorite players and they're not there. And yeah, already players already talking about load managing for at least the first month or two because, you know, it's only 72 game season this year and especially for people who are in the playoffs like the Lakers you only get like a month or two off so I know a lot of players is going to take the first month or two off but now with this COVID stuff it's going to look like and and there's potential back to back for a lot of these teams I think like we're going to see a lot of like you said low management is, is inevitable you look at the Lakers they just won a championship October 11th they're going to be playing games two months later like LeBron James is not playing all 72 games Kawhi Leonard already misses 15 games a year he's probably missing about 20 this year yeah um and I think like even look at the schedule like the schedule just dropped and they're like if you like the, if you're in California you're probably playing all the California teams so you're not leaving that state for like two weeks you're just going to be playing like Sacramento uh, L.A. Clippers, L.A. Lakers. Um, is there another California team? Golden State. You're gonna, Golden be, State, you're gonna yeah. be San Francisco. So you're gonna be back and forth between those teams. So you probably might you might get in like seven, eight games in a, a two week span just being in California. So they're trying to minimize as much as they can. I know a lot of stadiums are uh, not allowing fans. It's probably like three or four that are letting them in. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and then you know, speaking of some some season moving, you know, you saw my boy AD. Five years extension with the Lakers and my boy LeBron with the two years, 85 mil? 85 mil on top of his, he had one year this year. He took away his player option, so now he's locked in for three. He's until age 38. Age 38. Like, you know what's crazy? I'm like, yo, I can't even imagine an NBA without LeBron. That's like, a fact. What's, what's, like, I can't, I mean, yes, there's some upcoming superstars, but it's kind of like, who's going to take that mantle? Because, you know, it was easy because, you know, we had Kobe and we had some other people T-Mac. after T-Mac after, you know, Jordan that was like, and Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, like, it was an easy transition from Jordan after Jordan because, you know, we had like spark plugs like Allen Iverson and stuff like that. And Shaq was still dominating. There's nobody in that caliber that's going to take that from LeBron. LeBron raised the bar. I- I, I agree. I think that the NBA has been searching for its next star for a while, and they were looking for stars that could line up with LeBron. I think that Steph Curry came pretty close, but I think he was he was marketable, but there mm-hmm. wasn't the pressure. You had the story of like, I think you saw it, and there was the clip that came out like two weeks ago of one of LeBron's first interviews after he was drafted, and the guy was like, you realize if you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer, you're a bust no matter what you do in the NBA. And they told him that at like 17, 18 years old. So whatever bar was set for him as 18, he crossed it. People had all eyes on him from the time he was 16 and he was a sophomore. He was a sophomore trying to go into the draft. So I don't think anybody's coming with that pressure. There have been guys, they tried to put that on like Andrew Wiggins. They tried to put that on Zion. They've tried to put it on a couple other number one picks. But... I don't think that anybody has been able to have like that level of pressure and also match it 
on a year to year basis. And like there, there are people that hate LeBron. There are people that can't, but there's one thing skip, skip but skip even said this. There are people that love him, people that hate him, but we all watch him. Yep. And I think that the closest player that we'll have immediately will probably be Luca, Luca Doncic of uh, the Dallas Mavericks. But he doesn't I, I'll say that for his game on the court, he might have that effect, but off the court, he's not going to have that effect. And that's the thing, though. But then you also got to look at the storyline. European player, he won every accolade before he was 20 in Europe, and people still doubted him. He fell to third in the draft, passed over by Sacramento. He has a narrative. And then first year comes out, it's like, oh, this kid is good. Second year, he's putting up Westbrook numbers with actual jump shots. So it's like, I could see the league trying to mold itself around him. Then you also have like AD. After playing with LeBron, he's going to have that spotlight. He'll have people watching. Oh, yeah. I feel like AD would just have that spotlight for the Lakers. But I'm talking about for the whole NBA. Like, LeBron is the face of the NBA. LeBron is the face. LeBron will retire and remain the face. Like, he'll be... The NBA will have him involved in some capacity. I think we're still about five years from him retiring officially. I think he does want to play with his son. I think that would be just an amazing thing for him to accomplish. And just an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Like, a cherry on top no matter what. Like Yeah, I don't see him staying past 40. I don't look at his look at his body of work at 30. He just turned 36. Oh, he's turning 36. 36 in, this month. This month. End of this month. And he's still dunking, still averaging 27, like 30, 40 points a game, 10 assists. Like his game has matured. He's smart. He knows when to run, when to jump, when to relax. Mm-hmm. And he's knock on wood. He has definitely avoided major injury injury outside of the, the groin. So I think the NBA knows they are on a timeline. But they also have, you know, there's talk about the 2022 draft. Let's talk about next year's draft. Next year's draft has Kay Cunningham, who six eight point guard out of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, right? I want to say, and he looks good. He looks good. You got the the G League Ignite kids. You got 2022 is the year of Imani Bates and Jalen Duran. So the future looks bright. You got 2023 draft. You got Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Oh yeah. You got um. Osby, HBC. Oh, what's yeah. homeboy's name? The kid, the guy from Jersey. Ah, it's killing me. I don't remember his name, but his son is a problem. This Dewan is a Dewan Wagner Jr. Dewan Wagner Jr. His father wasn't that good. His father was one of the top <laughs> high school prospects, though. And if it wasn't for him, he had he actually had a rare like colon disease or something like that. So he had surgery, and that kind of like ruined his career. Mm-hmm. But him and LeBron was supposed to be it. That's the kid that dropped 100 points in a high school game. I don't care where you at. Just to score 100. 100? Yeah, dang. You dropped 100 clips. No matter where you at. If you was in that game, just retire. Don't ever pick up a basketball game. (laughs) Facts. But there are guys coming out. I just think that the way basketball is played nowadays and, like, the way kids are coming up, they aren't mastering. Like, they're not learning how to play winning basketball. They they know how to dunk. They know how to shoot. They got the move. More, like, stylish. Like, everything's for the gram type of thing. I need to learn how to be able to score. Uh, dunk between my legs Everybody can win though But everybody can't make The game winning pass Yeah Jelly and everything You don't have that foundation Of Yo I'm gonna get this W No matter how ugly My performance is Type of thing Yeah and I think That's what you see With a lot of these kids That get drafted It's a lot of guys who They have all the talent In the world But their IQs Are doo doo and when I say doo-doo, they are doo-doo. It takes them a while mm-hmm. to figure out how to win. You look at guys who were big prep guys. I look at a guy like Julius Randle, who ate in high school, ate in college, but then came to the league, and it's like, all right, if he can't dribble the ball t- 10 times in a 24-second in a possession, yeah. he can't get where he wants to go. Look at a guy like D'Angelo Russell, who came in, all the confidence in the world, but he didn't know how to pick his spots. And it took him like three years and going to Brooklyn and playing behind a, a second round pick like Dinwiddie to figure yeah. out where he fits in. A guy like Carl Anthony Towns who scores 30 a game, gets you 12 rebounds, but doesn't win games. 
you know? So I think that that's really the conversation. And we can save that for another oh, pod, yeah, but like but AAU I'm, was ruining basketball. And then speaking of uh, shocking news, you know, we have the trade with, you know, John Wall and Russell Westbrook. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's a... Uh, can you win and lose a trade? Can both teams win and lose the same trade? I think both teams lost. Really? Explain. I don't, I don't think it's a little. I think they just traded problems. I just think that this was a good move for for both of them because I know um, Westbrook wanted out and John Wall wanted out. Their contract is similar. They're very similar players, except for um, Westbrook being more selfish and for his stats than John Wall. But they're not going to do anything for neither for both teams that much. Like, to be honest with you, I feel bad for the Wizards because I feel bad for Bradley Bill because I'm like, you have someone like Russell Westbrook coming. That's not going to elevate Bradley Bill. That's going to actually diminish him in a sense. At least, at least with Harden, Harden has more cachet in the Rockets to demand the ball in his hand all the time. And John Wall does... Is not a true point guard, so he doesn't really need to have the ball in his hands. He just needs to catch it and go type of thing. So that's what I feel. But I feel overall, I won't say both teams lost, but I feel like neither team gained anything. All right. I, I get it. I can see that. I think that I say they both won and lost in the same respect because they both took care of a problem. So that's the first thing, right? Houston knew Westbrook and Harden wouldn't work. They made him the scapegoat hard. Um, Westbrook had no, he didn't want to be there. Him and James agreed apparently that they didn't want to play together. So sending him to Washington in the East, anytime a star player goes to the East, they have a chance to make noise. You don't know what you're getting back with John Wall. You know what you're getting with Westbrook. And for some odd reason, I just looked at the Wizards roster. They have a lot of shooting. They have a lot of bigs that can shoot. So one of the problems with Houston was that Clint Capella, he, he ate up all the space. They traded Capella. Then they had no size to guard AD. So now it's like, oh, I'm going to a team. I got seven footers that can rain threes. We good bread on this side. Uh, and then Brad Bill, I want to just bring up this this stat. With, uh, everybody's favorite player right now, Paul George. His, oh, his last year playing with Westbrook. So the first year they had Westbrook, Melo. It was a bit of a mismatch. When it was just him and Westbrook, Westbrook took a back seat. And Paul George had an MVP year. If you look at his stats, he's normally a 21, 22 point scorer, 23 points. With Westbrook, he averaged 28 points. Five, eight, eight re- career high in points, career high in rebounds, career I, high in assists. I want to, I want to disagree with that because I feel like Westbrook only took a back seat because he knew he was the face of the Thunders. He knew that that was his team at the end of the day. He was the leader of that team. You're going into a new area, a new team, and also prior to this, he was always saying how he wanted to go play, go to a team to play to play his game and his game. Is basically the walking triple double of him doing everything. How is Bradley Bill gonna be featured on that? Yes, Bradley Bill can shoot the ball really well, but he's a superstar himself and he's been getting snubbed. So I know he's coming for vengeance this year. Superstar or a star? All just a star. All just star. A star. Just a star. Not saying like I got love for Brad Bill. Just a star. But I'm not say- a superstar, but he has superstar capabilities though. I think Westbrook had Westbrook playing Westbrook's game has allowed guys to be MVP candidates. Kevin Durant won MVP with Westbrook. But the that's Thun- Kevin Durant, though. Paul George was third in MVP with Paul Russell George Westbrook. Paul George is not bad. Play, you got you to gotta tell me a player like Steve, Steve Adams or, or, or at least, Steve, Westbrook or at least got Steven um, Adams. Schroeder. 
What was Shooter's numbers like? That's the person that, if you want to tell me, Shooter he raised was it. 17 points a game with Westbrook was there. Or 16 points a game. No. He was. He was? You should well, check the stat. Shooter would done it with Westbrook. And the thing about it is, Shooter was playing behind a... Westbrook style isn't for everybody. But I'm not going to sit here and call him team cancer like a lot of teams are doing. I think a guy like Bradley Bill, who was overexposed last year, yes, he averaged 31 and 7. But you tell me... A guy like that Who I look at him In the same way I look at Devin Booker Like you give me nothing I'm gonna go get buckets You give me something I'm gonna get buckets I, And I don't have to worry about Bringing a ball up I don't have to worry about Initiating the offense And getting other people's shots or I can just You know Make the right play And not have to overthink it I think Bradley Bill Can can order Can can literally Have the same stats As last year On better efficiency Even though he shot What 40% from three And his It'll be easier I think defense you had you can't you can't single one of them out. It's like yo, I want Westbrook to shoot, but guess what? You got to let. There's four other guys out there that's shooting thirty five, no thirty seven to forty percent. And then it's like yo, what do I do? And I got a killer right here. I got Brad Bill right here. So it's like yo, I load up on Brad Bill. I want Westbrook to beat me. Westbrook is probably blowing past ninety percent of the Eastern Conference guards. Who's guarding him? Kyrie. Uh, I don't know Who's Westbrook guard? is not Who? as fast Like he used to be though But Westbrook is going He's going to give you that work He's going to put you in transition But they're not they, they don't even have a chance To make it to the playoffs uh, Again the Oh e- okay But hold on Let me we go, get, go Let me go Let me go I don't want to disrespect John Wall going to Houston Before we do that Right John Wall going to Houston Alright He's right now He's looked at his damaged goods If you've seen him His his um summer runs And his offseason workouts He's looked good Better be careful. You talking to the big blood over there? That's Come big, old, that's big, old. <laughs> big old. You saw my boy in New York putting them gang signs but up. But I'm heard. a fan of John Wall. I'm just saying that for James Harden, it's like, hey, we tried it with Chris Paul, who's more of a half court guy. I don't you know the half court. That's when you give me the ball and you move out the way. We tried it with Russ, where it's the you know get up and go. But, you know, Russ can't really shoot. John Wall, when he's locked in, and especially having this two years of work on his jump shot, he's going to have that in-between game. He's gonna. He's played with a dynamic shooting guard. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think have faith, I have faith in. I have faith in. As John long Wall. as his body holds up, you could say. And now the fact they don't, not just John Wall, they got Christian Wood, who I think is going to be a sleeper pick for most improved player because he's a seven footer who can shoot the jump shot, rebound, and block shots. So if they want to still play kind of small, they could slide PJ Tucker to the three over the four and then start him, or they can move PJ Tucker to the three, move him to the four, and start Demarcus right. Cousins. So the Houston's going to have a different look, but they're going to have a look where it's like they might not win. 55 games In the regular season But they're built For the playoffs um, I, I think they're gonna be Built for the playoffs But they're gonna get Knocked out either First or second round I, I don't even see them Reaching the conference final But I feel like If they're able to Keep the team together For a year or two I, I think they'll make Noise Cause I'm Picking DeMarcus Cousins To have an impact This year I don't know if he's gonna Win an award Or anything like that But I think he's gonna do Really well this year And I think People's gonna be surprised That they gave up on him That's just my verdict on it Cause you know I like DeMarcus Cousins I just think He could've been really uh, One of the top 10 players in the league If it wasn't Cause of injuries But And it's also nice That they have the Kentucky thing Going back With John Wall And, and, and DeMarcus Cousins So I I have a little faith in Houston, but let's talk about the let's talk about the Eastern Conference because I'm not even sure the Wizards are even going to make the playoffs. Because well, look, hold on, before you even do this, remember it's a playing tournament now. So all you have to do is be a ten, be one through ten. If you are one through six, you're locked in. Seven, eight, nine, ten have to go into a playoff tournament to get in to get seven and eight. So you're telling me that there are 
what nine other teams that are better than the Wizards? Yes. All right, let's do. Let's do I'm, I'm just gonna do the Eastern Conference alone. Okay, that's Milwaukee. Mo- Milwaukee locked in. Mm-hmm. Toronto locked in. Boston locked in. Miami locked in. Philadelphia locked in. Or who else? You um, said Boston's locked in. They lost Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker is not playing until February. And they have, boy, and, they, boy, and they still have no center. Tatum is going. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just they out still there. got a I'm just deep roster. Okay, I'm better than the Wizards. I'm just saying. I'm just making injuries um, kill. Indiana, Indiana mm-hmm. locked in. You think I'm, so? They're yeah. a solid they, playoff Eastern playoff team. I'm gonna say that they're not a solid like they got swept last year. Oh, they make it. Try, they make it though. They're trying to figure out where Oladipo fits. They almost traded their starting center. Sabonis is coming off a bad foot injury. I'm still got them locked in more than the Wizards. I, I, okay. Brooklyn locked, locked in. in. Locked in. Um, depends. And then what does Katie, you, what does Katie look like? You got to be careful. For, you just talked about Gordon Hayward. Charlotte might be. I'm not going to put them as a lock in, but so they you, can I'm, make noise. You, you named six teams, right? You did Milwaukee. I named, I named seven. Milwaukee, Miami, Philly, Brooklyn. Actually, I named eight. Milwaukee? No, no. I named, I named, I named seven. I named Milwaukee, Miami. Miami, um, Toronto, Boston, Indiana, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. What's that? Seven? Yeah, that's seven. We got. Three. I didn't. I didn't mention Orlando because Orlando is not a locked in for me though. All right, so Orlando's not. So we got seven spots. One of those teams is in the plan. You got Orlando, Charlotte, Washington, and 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 don't forget about the Hawks. The Hawks improved a lot this year. You got the Hornets and the Hawks improving a lot. You think uh, the Wizards not a shoe in at all? Neither are any of those other teams that you just mentioned. The Hulk, Charlotte is more because they no. Still, Charlotte has no rim protection. Charlotte Charlotte has three guards that need the ball. Lamelo is a better point guard than I'm taking. Than Lonzo. I'm, I'm, all right, he's better, but is he better than Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham, who silently had one of the best seasons for a point guard? Oh, and that too. So, so you can so, you can even so you already talked chemistry Roger issues as as uh, you can play them at was one and two. All right, well, well, there's a third guard that thinks probably feels like they should start. What do you do with that? Gordon Hayward can't stay healthy. What happens if he gets hurt? He gets he got hurt every year. The last since he left um Utah, what happens? All right, I'm saying Wizards is not locked in, and I I doubt they will be able to get a playoff spot. But it depends, you know. It, it's all about luck. All right, but this all right. So here's the Wizards where I say, I'm doing this off the top. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Bill, Troy Brown, Rui Hashimura. It's gonna be a problem this year. Thomas Bryant. Say his name again. Rory Hachimura. All right, I'm gonna let you out. Go ahead. How you say his name? Go no, 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 no. I'll turn to right no, no, now. I'm not, I'm not jacking. I'm not clowning you for his pronunciation. I'm just clowning you because who you who you mentioned. But continue. That man averaged 15 points as a rookie, and he got a jumper, and he's athletic. All right, Thomas Bryant, double double with threes. I'm, Davis Bertans because of Bryant. <laughs> Davis Bertans was probably the best shooting big man in basketball last year. I say Troy Brown. Yeah, I, you did. I said Denny Avija, the rookie number nine no, pick, you, you, who was a, he could have went top four. Ish, I believe Ish Smith still on the, uh, still on. I believe Ish Smith still on the roster as well. They got weapons. They got they not gonna play no defense, <laughs> but they gonna <laughs> so, they gonna score. So they, they, they the Eastern Rockets basically. <laughs> At one point, the Rockets wasn't playing defense, but they were scoring. They, they were scoring big numbers. Yeah, but in the East, like I said, it's gonna be a lot of teams that's hurt this year. A lot of don't COVID. Don't sleep nights. on my Knicks though. Knicks, I see you. I see, I see you, Knicks. 
Come on. I got older faith than RJ Barrett in baby. the world and OB Toppin, but no, not this year. We, 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 we made some good. It was the first, this you the sound first like, draft. You sound like those dummies on the internet that went to next to make the playoffs on a Yo. year where they could get the number one pick. Don't do that. Stop. Yo, this is the Stop. first time in, in the draft history like Knicks actually did a did a solid job. Knicks have had solid drafts. They just reach. They 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 go. They do the smart thing, and it looks dumb. And let's be real, the Michael Porter Jr. draft. There was talks he was going to fall out the first round because of his back. They didn't think he was going to be able to play because he had a bad back, and, and he it took was him two years. Yamming on niggas could, in the bubble. Do you think the Knicks could have waited two years for a, a player at that point? Especially after trading Porzingis, because they have waited two years for a player. Oh, no, exactly. So it's like you well, had to take make, they who, make who they should gamble. Took, who should they should have took that year? SGA, but he only worked out for one team. So it's like you can say the Knicks make bad choices, but at the, now the, the 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 Frank pick, in hindsight, was bad because they fired Phil Jackson three days later. But at worst, at least Frank is a guy. He has an NBA skill. He's going to guard the point. Hey, guard position. I, 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 would, I would agree because, you know, a lot of picks that the Knicks got were um, not bad. They had what? I don't know if Channing Fry. Channing Fry, we picked Channing Fry, right? Channing Fry. We, we've had. That we, was decent. Um, David Lee. That was decent. Um, Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nighty night, Nate. Yeah. That was that was a solid pick. We had some solid picks that they did. That was all right, though. You know, I'm, so not, I'll, I'll I'm just saying, that. this is not the year for the Knicks to make the play. Knicks did the smartest thing they could do. You know why? I know, but I'm just a Knicks fan, so I'm gonna I'm try to pop. Too. I'm gonna hey, you know pop them I'm up anytime of? I can. I'm tired of the Knicks trying to do the right, trying to do the right thing and doing it the wrong way. Lose games, lose games. Because look, develop young players. Don't sign no no veterans, no overpriced veterans. Don't make no dumb trade. You know why? Let let's see what we got in RJ Barrett and OB Toppin. Let's get a top five pick because you know what? In this draft, if you're in the top seven, if they would have had the eighth pick in this 2021 upcoming draft, they would have got a, a guaranteed star. Not saying OB's not a star, but from the looks of things, he's gonna have a hard time on defense. He's repetitive with Julius Randle, even though they're gonna trade him, and he's 22. So I'm not saying he can't be really good, but he's probably historically he's Closer to being as good as he will be than he is to growing. You feel me? He's probably reached sixty percent of his potential already, as opposed to some of the younger guys. This year, Knicks, let's lose. Let's go get. Let's get Cade Cunningham. Yo, we're going to tank for Cade. It's a for Cade. It's a facade. We're going to get Cade, y'all. That's how we're going to move. All right. But Eastern Conference, I'm not counting the Wizards out of getting into the playoffs. And Westbrook is a is a probably better than at least three of the teams that are going to go. He has. He's the best player on a majority of teams that's going to be in the Eastern Conference playing tournament. Hundred percent. All right, I'll give. I'll give. Now the West, the West is a bloodbath. Let's be real. Lakers, hold on. Clippers, I don't think it's that Nuggets, Utah, Portland got really good this offseason. Dallas, but that's a shoe. That's all people that we knew. That was a shoe in though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to pull up more more factuals. Only team I know that's not going to the playoffs in the West. Oh, Golden State coming back. Golden State. I'll give you that. Golden State. Phoenix. Phoenix, I would. Phoenix got a big three. Uh, they do, but they got I, a big I, three, and I, they got two, and everybody else on their team plays I, defense. I want, I want to say, next season will be their season. They can't make the playoffs this year. Chris, I, Chris Paul not getting into the playoffs. Chris Paul, I'm getting to a six seed. I, I have to. See, on, I, have then, to, I have to see how they play together. And then wait, that's that's, that's eighteen. They, that's eighteen. I have to see. You telling me Minnesota can't be a nine seed? Can't get to the play on tournament? Minnesota got a. They got a bombs. They don't play on defense, but they got bombs. Um, to be honest with you, Sacramento can't make it to the play-in. Sacramento, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, they got they got an anchor in the middle. Marvin Bagley gonna be healthy this year. 
Really? I'm so Sacramento. That, they won 37 games when everybody was healthy. They missed the playoffs by one game two years ago. Then everybody died last year. One of the trade. Was, there was 31 and 41 this year. Last year, but everybody was hurt. Memphis. You New Orleans. Hold on. Look, look, I said that's 11. New Orleans. That's 12 teams. New Orleans does not. That's 12. Te- New, New Orleans does not what? You still forget about the good old San, San Antonio. San Antonio. All right. So that's, thir- that's 13 teams. For, for eight nah, spots, nah. for ten playoff spots. Nah, I'm, not, a, I'm not jacking Phoenix. All the I'm not jacking San, Sacramento. I'm not jacking Minnesota, and I'm not jacking Minnesota. I mean, I'm not jacking New Orleans. I'm only going to advocate for um, the Spurs and the Golden State to fight. For you're it. not going to jack New Orleans or Minnesota, but you're going to jack San Antonio. Who's yeah, going probably? Who's probably? It's the first season that they didn't go to the playoff. You think Pop is not going to try to they change had, that? They made no additions. They didn't get anybody. They got the same guys. So the same team that didn't go to the playoffs is coming right back. But that's and every other team got better. Ah, but I I I'll replace them with Golden State. I know Golden State is going if they stay healthy. Does Golden State stay healthy? Draymond fell off. Oh, no, he didn't fall off. He just knew by that him, last season was by, just a bad can, season. You can't score 10 points by yourself. You are all-star, you a Hall of Famer. You can't score 10 points by yourself. He Come on now, he's, you got you got to give him a little bit. He got of slack. six, six and five. He knew Steph wasn't coming back. He didn't want to play that season. He didn't want to play. He just, they gave him a hundred million dollars. You mean to tell me you can't come out here and just show that you can score? Give me twelve. Give me twelve. He eight. got his contract. Why he playing so hard? If if it start playing, it's not there. Because he's playing. you know what it is when you the player with the mouth that when y'all win you want to talk and when y'all lose you want to. You know, you want to go call a cry, cry and call Kevin Durant to come, yo, come help us, man. Yeah, Brian facts. kicking our and ass, call man. Him a bitch after. Yeah, it's like, I'm just saying, you, when it's, when you buy yourself, you need to show and prove. I'm not saying like he ain't deserves money. He, he The Golden State wins none of those titles without him. But, yo, big dogs, you got to be a big dog all the time. I don't know. That's a fact. No, I agree on that perspective. But said, I, I would say for that season, I, I I don't even mind him not even playing because it's like, yo, you knew that y'all was go, being... I was being trash, you know. Two of your stars was out. You had a new person with Wiggins. If you, you know, you're you not mean doing to tell me if he don't wild out, he don't get more than just a hundred million. If he don't go out, if he go out there and score seventeen, nine, and seven. But, but I know with with Draymond, I know he thinks that he can get money out. Look at what he was doing um, when he was coming on TNT and stuff like that. He knows he gonna get the bag sooner or later in his career. He 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 has the um, what you gonna call it. The voice and the stuff to do stuff after his NBA career. So he could I don't be a think commentator, that. but that's that's seven, eight, nine years down the road. I'm talking about right now. You think after his contract, they're gonna try to give him a hundred million? I'm saying that a hundred million dollars is not a lot for at arguably at that time he was a what, third best player, second best player. They just gave both the other two boys max. But you, he he knows he knows himself that. What you gonna call it? He's never gonna be above Clay or Steph. He's not. But we talking about financials. We talking about a team that just opened a new arena and one of the most affluent cities in America. They just opened a billion dollar arena. Who else is getting the money? You just got. I, I doubt he thinks he was gonna get that money, and I doubt that the Warriors was gonna give him any of that money after this contract was finished. So, and I, I would have tried free because because look at look at when he before he signed that contract. Regardless, what you gonna call it? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, what you gonna call it? He was even thinking about leaving the team before before they gave him that contract because he wasn't going to get his money. All I know is they missing Clay. They're missing a key card. Oh yeah, get I, well, Clay. Get yeah, for well. real, one hundred percent. Wishing him well wishes. Steph don't stay healthy. 
My man's, I'm, you know who I'm banking on this year? Who's going to be the, the, the litmus test for how good they do? Andrew Wiggins. Oh, yeah, but uh, I was, Wiggins, I'm, 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 I've always been so-and-so on him because it's like... He don't play hard. Yeah, it's like but you, him not, have, you have it you have it to be at least a star, but you don't want to. Now, but here's the thing, though. Let's think about this. He's playing in Minnesota, who you did... I'm going to get to that in a second, too. He's playing in Minnesota where there weren't many expectations... On a team There was no veterans To hold the player accountable And that As a 19 year old Who can That boy can touch The top of the backboard He has not averaged Less than 20 points A game And that's something In the NBA against Oh yeah that's, that's good He Even as a third option With Jimmy Butler And Carl Towns When they had a veteran They were They went to the playoffs Like He's still putting up 20 Now you put him in a system Where He's gonna be held Like that's where a guy Like Draymond Is gonna show his value that's why I say he should have got more coins because now you got him, Kelly Oubre, James Wiseman, Eric Paschal, uh, the shooting guard Damian Lee. You got all these guys who Draymond, you get on their ass in practice, Wiggins might come out looking like a top 30 pick. And I hope he does. He's on my fantasy basketball team. <laughs> but if Andrew Wiggins comes out and he has an Andrew Wiggins offensive season, which is, you know, 20, 20, between 20 and 24 points, between, you know, he gets he go get you six rebounds. He, he should average seven rebounds, eight rebounds a game. He gets you two or three assists, gets you a block and a steal. Oh, yeah. a good he, could, he could do he could be a low triple double dude. Yeah, but it, like at least at least like probably an eight to eight assist. But and if, if like they get him rebounds. right to the point where it's like, yo, I can't just send a double that stuff and then be like, yo, all right, Draymond, Kelly, beat me. If he's in a point where it's like, yo, I gotta I gotta really guard that and Kelly Oubre has those numbers from last year. Golden State's scary, but it's iffy. And then health. Draymond and Steph haven't been staying healthy in the regular season. They had the KD and Clay to fall back on now. Oh, yeah. As the KD and Clay become Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins. What does that look like? And That's if you, what I think. And Minnesota, I'm not going front. Carl Towns is out. He's going coming off of uh, our. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He had pray, a, pray, prayers to his family, yeah, too. Yeah, he's lost I know a lot of people. A lot of people to come. So hopefully boy, everybody stays safe. That boy is a bowler. D'Lo, him and D'Lo like each other. That's they—they they gonna make it work. And then you say no, he's done. He doesn't provide me with confidence of winning. But then it's like you have weapons on that team, and I'm just saying, like, all you need to do is be a ten seed to get into the playing tournament. We named literally all but three teams. We said OKC not making it. Who else? Um, um, Phoenix. Nah, you wildin. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Aunt DeAndre Ayton with Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder. You are bu- 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 bugging. And I'm making it. Man, you're wildin. I think the Lakers are the best I team in the West. Memphis making it. You got Memphis making it? No, I know. I have Memphis making it. You I said New Orleans not gonna make it neither, bro. I don't know, man. I, I, let me see how Zion. It's not just about Zion or, or, or Ball sitting here doing. Even though Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Ingram is fine. Yeah, I like Brandon, but he he gonna still put up great numbers. But the 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 people around him is not that great. And they got a coach that coaches defense. Stan Van Gundy. I know people don't like him as a person, but he how gets many the teams mo- he went through that he got fired from. He almost took the Heat to the championship. How many teams did he make something out of nothing with? The Heat. And how many teams he he, he gets ran fired. to the ground? He runs, runs he, he he wears on you. But I'm saying for a team a team like this, these young guys need to learn how to win. He's going to build habits that's going to help them be successful. All right. And I said the Lakers is good, I have but it's, oh, no, I'm just saying, man. 
I got John Morant. They got they got a tough little core. I feel like um they was really on a good path before pre COVID, and then I think when they got into the bubble, they kind of like kind of sl- went downhill just slightly. I mean, that's, Jaren, Jaren Jackson got hurt. That's yeah, a, that's a problem. But, but they it, they have a nice core of people that work together real well. So I'm saying Grizzlies is up there, and I will put them past the Suns. I don't know, bro. All I said, you got to get to 10. You telling me the Phoenix Suns are going to be the 11th best team in the West. I'm saying you drunk. But, all right, y'all. We're going to take a quick little break. We Like we said last week, we got an action-packed episode for y'all because, you know, we, we was just chilling. We had a little bit of the itis last week, all right? So, we're going to take a little break. And when we get back, which we're going to talk about President Obama. He had some uh, some comments that kind of shook the internet a little bit this week, all right? So, we're coming back right back at y'all. This, is, this might not go well. We'll be right back. What's up, it's your boy, Quentin, bringing you the motivation you need to get you on your fitness journey. Follow me at QuentinMPO on Instagram. That's Q-N-T-N-M-P-O. I'm here to teach everybody what I've learned that helped me along the way on my journey so that you guys can reach your goals and make those gains. There you'll find everything you need to keep you inspired and get you working on becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. So go ahead and follow me at Quentin MPO. Peace. A special shout out to Slick and Be Breezy at This Might Not Go Well. Keep doing your thing, Kings. Yo, welcome back. You know, I'm always chewing on a little snack. You feel me? Don't mind me out here. You heard, you know, boy be hungry. But so recently, Obama was in the news for his comment. And talking about um, defund the police and the negativity behind it, you care to expand on it more, Slick? Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, we really wanted to go into this because we've had our conversations just about, like, you know, Obama being a symbol for, you know, what's possible as a, a black man in America, but also the, I guess, the disconnect between the the symbol and the the, the person, right? So recently, Obama made the comments about how we shouldn't use the term defund the police. And me and B was having a, a nice little conversation in pre-production just about, like, you know, that saying and, you know, probably trying to dig, trying to break down what Mr. Obama meant. But I was just thinking, like, initially, like, the title, I'm going to give it give it to you, like, straight, like, how we wrote it down on the, on the, the little warm-up doc. We was talking, like, yo, Obama, like, is, like his anti-defund the police being a war criminal type and B hit me He's like yo That's a little deep But And I think What we really wanted to get at Was that like Yo 100% Obama As a symbol again Was beautiful But when you think about His impact On actual Policy And on the world And the way that Black people are perceived And are able to function Legislatively It was more of the same Of what we've seen In this country For the past Two, three hundred years Oh yeah I mean I totally agree With that standpoint And I always said Even in this podcast I always said that um, Obama was not The greatest president I would say he he was great In certain aspects In his charisma And his speeches But in terms of Everything else He wasn't great And and also I would also Like to remind people That I also said that We felt him too (laughs) As 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 people Voting for him Because he didn't have that much support while he was in office during during his during both terms. 
100%. That he wouldn't be able to do that. But And also, I want to talk about more of the war crime thing. I think people have the failed notions of president that you're, as a president, especially now, and given, given the U.S. history of going to other countries and fucking shit up, you're always going to have blood. Whoever takes the mantle. So now it's Biden... He's going to have blood on his hand, even though he did have blood on his hands, even <laughs> as a senator and everything before and from the Obama administration and from the Obama administration. But he's going to have blood on his hands. We we uh, us Americans have done fucked up shit all around the whole world. <laughs> we have breakdown governments, put up governments in other places. We have killed radicals in every place. So as far as war crimes, I don't really judge him too much on that because if you're familiar with U.S. history, you realize that almost all presidents have blood on their hands in the sense of of doing their stuff in the name of democracy. Fair enough. But I argue that Obama is held on a different pedestal compared to other modern presidents. Or you just think about like... Clinton, we in matter how we, Clinton was always that the running joke was he was the first black president. Mm-hmm. But then you think about his uh, his criminal his, his his policies that he enforced on on criminal intent, marijuana. Uh, you know he he was a supporter Predator. of super predators and you know stopping frisk and everything, right? So that's always an asterisk next to him. like black people will say yo he's the first black president. He realized yo he fucked us up. Can we can we give Obama a little break of he was the first social media president. I think that's even that's even worse though. Yeah, that's and that's why he that's why um he will get this negative flack because he was for social media president. If you telling me if you had social media with Nixon or even Reagan, Nixon dumbass got recorded. It, it, it was not imagine if social if, imagine if Twitter was back then, but there was Watergate Twitter. and all that. It was called the news. People actually watched and listened to the news. Yeah, but but I mean it would have been worse with with social media now, and I think. I, I think now with social media, with, especially with the Obama, because we even look at with the Trump administration of everything that was going on with social media and everything, I think that's probably would add into the negative view of Obama as well. Because I mean, a lot of these president dealings are not made public unless it was like blown up like a scandal or something like that. I won't even say like, like a lot of the, the negativity I see coming from doesn't necessarily come from, I think because Trump's shit was just baseless. It was just, oh, he's not... America, he's not, you know, he's not from here. But when you really think about the the impact of what Obama was doing, how he was talking about, like, yo, he went on, after Michael Brown was killed, he went on and gave a, a speech and went on the body cam. But there was no other legislative change, right? And we, even this week, defund the police. We talked about, I think we're going to get into this in a second. But defund the police, for those of you who are not sure, is not saying that we should not have police. It's saying that we there is so much money funneled into the police officer's budget or the police department's budget, but we're still dealing with the same thing, still dealing with unfair treatment, still dealing with, you know, biased and racist cops, lack of training and preparation. It's easier to become a cop than it is to get a job at McDonald's. Let's be 100 percent about that. All you got to do is graduate high school and apply and pass a little psych exam. That's a fact. So there was no push to make life even there was no push for equity. Not equality, not everybody being treated the same. Everybody kind of getting what they need to be elevated. So if I'm gonna see Obama next to Black Jesus at my grandmother's house, I just wanted to be like, yo, like 
what did he really do for us besides make us feel good? Because when you really look at the policies, there wasn't. But that, but that goes into us us failing him as well. What type of support did he have during but his what term? Did he, what did he put? So name one thing that Obama brought to the table that we didn't that we didn't try to help. Obamacare, we got that. <laughs> that was not the original Obamacare that he wanted. That was after he, so much revision that he just wanted something for his legacy of his, of his presidency that he just was like, okay, I'm gonna take it and pass it along. What is? How does that help me when a, a, a police officer pulls a gun on me or some a white man tries to shoot me in my neighborhood? You think it, him putting health care in was as hard as it was that he had to accept? Imagine to end racism. In his in his terms, you think he would be able to do that with the lack of support he had in the Congress in the I, in the to, House? To my knowledge, he didn't try hard enough. I didn't see nothing. I didn't. I didn't. See, he was on Twitter. He was on TV every damn day. I, he was condemning people during that time. But a, but a, he doesn't have you. We, that's why we have checks and balances. He does not have the power just to be like, okay, boom, we're going to stop this from. He can't make an executive order where you can't deny him, where you can't go against it. Or he and gave, it could always get he it could always get overturned. Yeah, but. At least if you make the attempt and people see you making the attempt, maybe people do go out and go to those midterm elections and go vote for the, in those primaries for those senators. I'm just saying that, and then let's not even, not even go politically. In, in just this past year, since the George Floyd, George Floyd murder, excuse me, and the NBA made their stand, they, they boycotted games. Who was the guy that they said called them and got them to call off their boycott? Because think about this. You have a time... Probably the darkest time in modern American history since September 11th, where we have a national pandemic and we're protesting uniformly. Literally, like there are large millions of people are protesting the the treatment of citizens and primarily African-American citizens by the police. And and I'll even throw minority in there, but that minority African-American thing comes at a price. We'll talk about that later. Right. But. The NBA, which is probably, we all say football is America's sport, but let's keep it a buck. Basketball is the social media era sport. Agreed. Let's be honest. Football is cool because it's a bunch of, of owners letting a bunch of black and white people hit and each other. And it's been more ingrained. Yeah, nah. and, it's, and let's be real, the sport has been watered down for years. You can't touch the quarterback, but that's neither here nor there, right? Basketball had everybody's attention because we had this, they had the sport running during the offseason for every sport. LIs were on basketball mm-hmm. Games were cancelled Teams said I'm not playing And TV stations Had no idea what to do Because TNT and TBS Lost ratings That whole day And you mean to tell me That you The Obama was the one Who called and said Yo we shouldn't boycott right now We shouldn't Not Okay Let's not boycott Let's get something Oh we'll let you guys vote At the stadiums That's what we'll try to We'll try to communicate Right You mean to tell me The most influential black man Of the last what, 30 years? 40 I would say 30. Say 30, five, 40? Who's the last 40, most influential? Who was the last 40. most influential outside of like Jay Z? I'm talking about influential for like in a political sphere. In the last 30, I would have to think back for 30. What? We got just <laughs> Reverend Jesse Jackson. I mean, but that's since the 60s. So that like, I'm just saying, <laughs> we got the most influential black men, and you got. The, the voice of this generation You're saying LeBron James Like I'm not trying to even Like give him Like I'm not trying to Top him off pause But like This is somebody who Has uh, He says something People listen You know Yeah This is a fair. sport where like You know People are wearing shoes With people's names Like Giannis Antetokounmpo These guys are like Steph Curry It's like yo We're with We're boycotting We're not doing this right now We're trying to figure out What we can do You come and you call And you tell them Not to boycott And all they got to do Was push voting 
at arenas during the pandemic. If they would have held out for a week, you imagine how much money them billionaires would have put in to to trying to correct, correct legislative issues. How is that an ally? He got us our basketball back. That was great. We love. I, I love seeing the Lakers win a championship. What I would have loved more is seeing some of these owners outside of Mark Cuban put some of those millions of dollars to use to 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 you know get the information out there about what it is to get police proper police training. Like that, that's something that's a win for me. Train these officers better. So this way I know if I get pulled over, I'm not gonna end up with six shells in my back if I try to take out my phone. You ask me for my my wallet, my ID, but you don't like how fast I go for it, or if it's in my inside pocket. His statements about defund the police, and we, we're gonna talk about this second. Yeah. Like the wording of defund the police is scary. But when you really get to the movement, we're trying to say reallocate this money. The LA Police Department gave back what, a hundred million dollars to their budget? And that sounds that's not, great. That's still not enough. Until you find out they're getting what? It's like a $2 billion or some crazy outlandish number where it's like yeah. they gave back like 3% but, of their budget. And then there's some supposed to be paying for like tanks. I know for like New York budget, like it had like um, some budget in for some tanks and some other equipment. They have military. Like, they, they think about the protest, bro. There was military grade equipment to do with American citizens on American soil. You mean to tell me you're going to pull a tank on us because we're rallying for peace? I don't want to see my brothers get killed, my cousins get killed, my future sons killed? And you're going to tell people not to boycott? You're going to say, don't say boycott the police. Well, give me an alternative then. And that's my thing with Obama. Like, I love the symbol. When he won, I remember my mom kept me home from school and I was able to sit there with my whole family. Grandparents came up with everything. And I was like, wow, we made it. We're going to see change. And what's this? This is now, what, 12 years later? And we're still in the same boat. A little, bo- little worse off now because now races are empowered. Oh, yeah. Because the symbol became, hey, we can't have them black people feeling good. Them niggas can't feel great. So guess what? We're going to just, let's throw, let's throw the whitest white person up here we can get. But, yo, B, can you talk about, let's talk about this defund the police statement. Because I'm, you know, Obama get me mad sometimes. <laughs> So you want to go off on what he said about it exactly? Give me one second. He said you lose people with snappy slogans like defund the police. And I agree. Now, granted, before I start my little soliloquy, I agree with everything that revolves around Black Lives Matter and that will, that um, revolves around um, what you might call it, um, defund the police. I agree with Everything that they have But I would say He's sort of right With the With the snappy remark Cause I'm saying First of all I still don't know who Who created the term Black Lives Matter Or who created these terms Defund the police But When you make these When you make these Radical statements like that You Give ammunition To the other side To combat it And to Lessen its what, what word I want to use Lessen its feel Because all throughout Black Lives Matter Which was since 2015, 2016 In my knowledge A lot of a lot of lives matter popped up A lot of all lives matter A lot of blue lives matter A lot of stuff like that popped up And with defund the police A lot of people is taking it as Complete 
complete overall of the, the the police department, like no more police, which scares a lot of people. And I get it is as a tactic to use to talk about the injustices that's going on, but I'm saying there's better slogans and better taglines that we can use to get our point across without alerting people to that. I know you feel different, so go ahead. I had to pour me up some more wine. I know he's about to get into it. Alcoholic. I mean, I get that. The slogan is scary. When you first hear it, you probably think, oh, no more police, right? And you can make it safer. You can make it more inclusive. I'm Mr. PC. If you know me personally, you know I try to clean up a lot of what I say, especially if I'm out or around people because I don't want to offend or scare anybody, right? But at a point, if you're punching, if I get punched in the face repeatedly, and every time I say stop, 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 keep just saying this, but I'm still getting punched in the face, eventually, it's not just going to be stopped. It's time to swing back. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get your attention so you can know to leave me the fuck alone. So with statements like Black Lives Matter, with statements like defund the police, that's my like, yo, I'm at a point where I've seen my people struggle forever. And I need something that's going to get the people at the top's attention. Or the people that just don't see it as a problem. I think that's, the, that's the, the thing about racism today, where you get a lot of people that say, you know, I'm not racist. I have black friends or, you know, I mm-hmm. work with black people or, you know, I'm around black people all the time. I, I don't even worry about them. When things happen, like the police coming in and assaulting people for no reason or, you know, pulling a gun on a 12 year old or something of that nature or throwing tear gas with people who are have who are exercising their constitutional right to protest who are of the darker shade, but not of the other shade. Right. It's like at a point I have to do something that's going to get your attention. And I'm not trying to be violent because we understand violence, violence begets more violence. Right. Yeah. But I'm calling on you to be like, yo, Black Lives Matter. And while unfortunately, or defund the police, and that 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 gets the sector people who are unaffected or you know directly involved in those sexual like, what does that mean? What do you mean I can't have that? What do you mean you want to take away my money? You my life doesn't matter. But in a lot of instances, that has also led to discussions, that has led to, you know, the opportunity to have an an honest and it might be slightly biased, but a necessary conversation. And those conversations are key to how we want to move forward in the next 50 years. Because we're at a point where it's like, at this point, even though our grandparents might love where we're at right now, we see like we're, we might not experience true freedom in our lifetime. Oh, you know, I, I already, I already felt like at this point before I thought my grandchildren will see changes, but now I feel like my great grandchildren will see the changes now, but I'm happy to put in that work while I'm alive so they could see that. Because at the end of the day, this is something that's been going on for over 400 years, to be honest with you. It's not going to change within a century or or two. Big facts. But I think when you try to say, hey, when you whittle down something like defund the police or Black Lives Matter into a snappy slogan, that belittles the whole fight. And the fact that it's coming from, again, the most popular, and I'm using this term very strongly because 
Everybody loves Obama. Even like I, I come here every week, and I feel like and I say you, something about him. No, you shit on him every week. I, I, I inadvertently shit on him every week. I have his book in my, I have his books right here in my bookshelf or my iPad. Like, I have love for what Obama, like his election means. Him as a man, I, he is cool as shit. Oh yeah, and but he, then when you cool. really look at where we're at today. And it's like, but you can't put that much blame on him, though. I feel like there's a level of blame that you can't allocate. You're right, because he, he is just the face of a corporation, American yeah. corporate. He was the face, and, but, and also to be honest with you, he doesn't really have. He he does have power, and he probably could have exercised it a little more. But we also got to put context of times into it as well, and what was going on when he first was elected. It wasn't as crazy as it was now. But I'll, I'll say if, if now for Biden, we can use we can use the same level of critique that we're using for Obama now because you know it's, it's more it's more you know it's like it's more out in the open racism is still alive and well like before when Obama was president we had to like literally try to convince people like yo like racism is still happening there's no denying it now you could have denied it in o- Obama's term but that's why I say it with Biden Biden has a larger fight in his and his presidency because now a lot of stuff came to light. I would say for Obama, I'll give out the reason why I'll give Obama leeway and maybe I'm too soft for him is because when he became president, the only thing he had to really worry about was getting America economy back on tack. He had no social problems until until around his second term, but that was towards the end. Most the the his entire focus for his presidency was just getting us out of the recession and getting us out of the war that George put George Bush put us in. That was his main two concerns for the majority of his two terms. Now towards the end, that's when the racism stuff started really occurring on a national level. But now that's why I'm a little lenient on him. I won't be that lenient with Biden because now it's been doors open especially from the last president and his and his endeavors so that's why I'm a little soft on Obama with his with his takes I, I can't do that I can't because I'm just, you gotta understand 08 it was the whole recession people and there was also one. people saying that how are you gonna have a nigger president yeah and it but but it wasn't as they was it was covert it was convert racism oh. they would say they would say gorilla and eight but it wasn't like how proud boys talking about shooting niggas how with with Trump and everything it wasn't as openly discussed and you and you go back to 08 you talk to you talk about racism they would tell you that shit ended in the 60s now you talk about racism you can't say that white people or other people can't say that now so it, it like that's why i say is it is it's similar to like how people bring up celebrities old tweets and try to condemn them for that. You gotta bring in the content of that time. So I'm telling Obama he wasn't a citizen, wasn't racist. Them trying to deny him, but that was like a covert racism statement. That, that was, was not directly like, racist. If somebody tells me I'm not a citizen because I'm black or because my middle name is Rashad, I'm spitting in their face and fucking them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. But I'm saying back then it back wouldn't then, be it wouldn't it wouldn't then, be viewed as it. it wasn't viewed as that. Yeah. Now, if you say that now, so let, me, so let me ask you this: Do you think Obama? In this current in this current phase of, of the world that we live in right now, is he an ally to the social movements that we are trying to push? Uh, so no. Throw out war criminal. Throw out. He's, so you say no. Why? I I don't think he wants to be right now. I don't think he's he's striving to be an ally. I think, to be honest with you, I think he's really 
he's over politics. I think he's out of that stage, and he's right now is more for himself and his family. So, are so him having a black wife and black daughters, right? Does that? And again, he's over politics. Like, even though he's politic, he was politicking his ass off to get Bernie elected. Right? I mean, excuse me, uh, um, old but, old boy, Uncle, what, Uncle, uh, Uncle, Uncle Biden. Uncle but, but that's but that's but that's expected. But I'm just know? saying, like his his self interest. I'm and people are inherently selfish, but I'm like his self interests are at a point where he's not he's not in power. He's not president. Literally, he gets, he still got power. He still has power because you don't. And he's using his power to maintain the status quo. As opposed to helping push forward a progressive movement, and I think that that is dangerous. Because and I would say that was in, in, in place for Biden. He he's he's trying to not not take, step, he don't want to step on his toes. Yeah, and everything because he's supporting it, and he knows how hard it is going to be for for Biden in this upcoming presidency. So I'm think obviously I'm not praising him for taking a fallback role, but I'm not going to condemn him for not taking a more aggressive role. My like I'm, 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 I'm just going to respect him for taking a neutral role. I know that he doesn't support is that, that. Is that neutral? If you say, if you belittle a a position where we're literally calling on government to say, hey, state governments, especially, like, yo, y'all give a lot of money to these police that's booping our ass. Like, we, we, our tax dollars pay for y'all. We pay these salaries. But did he, he didn't disagree with the, with, with the movement but stands for. You, he disagrees with the, with the wording, but, and I do too. But when you belittle, when you're in his position, when you belittle a slogan like that, or you take these move, these things that have become social movements where people are behind it, and you just basically like shit on them, or you, you whittle it down to just a snappy slogan. You're looking past what is what has gotten us to that but point. Didn't he say that he he agreed with that the budget needs to be reevaluated? But that's not what people are going to see. They're going but, to but, see the snappy slogan. But that's but that's like almost anything in social media now. Anybody get any clickbait materials? And until you read, like right now, I, right now beforehand, I said that you should have known Obama. Now, if some blog took this and be like, yo. This up and coming podcast shits on Obama. Nah, I not, damn sure do. <laughs> yeah, but no, but but then but then they won't realize that you have his book unless they listen to the episode. They won't realize that you have his book. Like you didn't, you took a day off during his term to witness it with your family. Like even though you hate his decisions, you still have some type of form. It's not like true hate type of thing. They won't understand that context, but they would just get the whole. You just you just shitting on him for his action, but that's anything in social media. So I can't really use that because he says snappy remark. But also, he's again the most popular. I'm just the most popular person out of people we know. But <laughs> he's the most popular person, cap, but black person <laughs> in the fucking world. He's not. I mean, he's he's known. He's notable, but. I would say right now he kept the until the until the election he really kept a low key vibe because he was his, tired. His, his, that yeah. nigga, that nigga but was his cool his wife everything. his wife was even, was more popping than him after the presidency. I now I hope Michelle looked at him in his face and was like, "Nigga, you wildin." Oh, you she told him he better not be in um Biden's um cabinet. <laughs> she told him that real quick. I'm just saying, but man. that's why I'm saying I think I think you're I, I, for me I think you're putting him too much on the pedestal that he's not even on himself or, or the world don't the world do view him with respect and view him as one of a, a a black figure but I think he did himself justice over the after his presidency from reducing himself in a spotlight and only coming in to save Biden but I'm guarantee you once Biden is in office and after his 90 days. 
Obama's disappearing again. <laughs> I hope so. I go go live the life that you couldn't live for those eight years because at this point, like, like I'm just saying, you it, look about think about Malcolm X, right? Like at a point, you're going to be able to put yourself in a position where it's like, yo, what I'm saying is for the betterment of my people, and I think it's not to put him on a pedestal. I guess maybe it's put him on a pedestal. You expect the first black president or the first person to have historically. Like some schools don't teach Malcolm X, schools only teach a little bit of Martin Luther King. You can't gloss over Obama in the history books. You can't. So even post his presidency, what did he stand for? If he stood for stability in a nation, do we really want at at this point, is that still the safest thing? For you, me, and everybody else. And that's probably my biggest thing. How it's it's kinda hard because I, I do work with politicians and you want they they want to make sure that everybody feels heard. Yeah, and seen. that's that's and that and that's the biggest thing. But then again, it's kind of like I don't know how to really articulate this part, but it's kind of like because we are on one side. It, it's a side, and we're on one side. And there's another side, there's and, it's, and there's a lot of side. But then it is these people like the politicians, like Obama, who wants to see who see it from a whole different other angle and but is in the middle. Say, you just say he's not a politician anymore. But he 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 forever have the politician attached to him. He been he's he's not like he's Donald Trump who just came into politics and became a president out of the way. He's been a senator. He's been had all he been in multiple offices for different positions. So I, he forever would be a politician in a sense of that nature, and he has that embedded in him to see it as everybody working out, not just going only strictly for one side. So it's kind of hard to even critique him in a sense of that because. He's never been that person to only fall on one side. Like Trump, always been on one side type of person. So it's it's it, it's it's kind of easy. But with him, he's always been seeing the world. He's tried to see it equally. Yes, but now equal. that that I mean, you can talk to him personally of his views, but politically, that's how he always been. So you can't fault him for continuing that stance. I don't fault him for his beliefs. I just fault him in the sense of like, yo. And you make me seem like the biggest Obama fan, and I'm not. I'm not I, I've said it. I literally just. Wait, said I'm saying. I'm saying you making me look like the I, biggest like, Obama fan, and I'm not. Let's be real. <laughs> Out of every black leader we have ever had, there has been some sort of scandal. If Obama said, he would just shut up. He just wouldn't even say anything about. It. He would. He was like, yo, I support like a movement where. Where, what's the, where we are reallocating funds. He would have just said that. He didn't have to call it snappy snow. He didn't have to say none of that. He would have just went like that. People listen. So the same way you say like we could reword things, sometimes we could just shut the fuck up and just give a point and call it a day. And I think with the amount of power and respect that he has, that would have been so much easier. Because there, now there, you but get- there is a there is a percentage of people that feels like these things are. Well, they are just slogans. They're 100%. They got people that think that... It's it's, it's, it's kind of hard because I understand where you're coming from completely and I understand that. And it and, and I think more so is I think I will fought Obama for not knowing his he, um his his the, his the gravity, stature, his the stature. The gravity of the moments yeah, seem I, to be like so over I, his So I, I, I will 100% agree with you that he probably doesn't understand his reach and his stature and what his word account for. And it's similar to like Kanye West of oh, how... <laughs> How his shoes today too? Because he, because he, because he, he doesn't. Because when he, when we got on him for voting for Trump, he didn't, he didn't even know why we were on him the way we on. Because he probably didn't know 
He knows that he's an icon and his word has power, but he didn't know to the what extent of his word. And I think that's similar to Obama in the sense that he did not know that, especially especially now after being out of out of office and not really having to be pressured into it, and he just having a regular conversation and an interview type of thing without the position of president behind you know behind him. He probably forgot about what his word means to people that much, and probably, and that's what and that hundred percent I was agree with you and and I would fought him on that. Like but that. then again, it's kind of hard to understand what your reach is because because prior to this, have you heard anything Obama did besides anything, his book club? Anytime a book was about to drop, anytime something was gonna put yeah. some money in his pocket, yeah, was, that was that was the only thing you heard from him after his presidency. So I can, so I do blame him, but then again, I can't blame him too much because he did probably doesn't know that. We still we he understands that yes I'm Obama I'm the first black president yeah I had I'm I'm in the legend but he probably doesn't know that he's still got that power with his words over people that you think he should have. You right you right I give you that I'm not I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna slow down because like like I said we make enough for last week you only gave y'all like fifty minutes hey, so hey, we, we, we already done touch two topics <laughs> we already an hour we, we, <laughs> yeah we got we got something else for you so we're gonna take another quick little break I'm gonna get off Obama neck right now but he gonna be back next week <laughs> no no like I said I'm just I, I do got love for Obama the symbol. This might, might be, this might be a two hour episode. It man. might be. I ain't gonna hold you. I, make sure y'all y'all in the gym or something. Do something productive before they shut everything down. Got love for Obama. Great father. Great symbol. Pretty decent role model outside of the whole, you know, continuing the, the history of America killing everybody and overseas. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Break. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take a break. And when we get back, we got a couple more things lined up. We're gonna talk about Casanova, you know. He got hit. He might just get hit with Norigo. Uh-huh. And G Herbal. My boy, my boy think he from the floss over here scamming. I'm about to say, we also Drake got big Nike news coming up. Uh Warner Brothers just put the movie industry on on life support. And yo, we're gonna talk about black men and a ego. So not a big ego, but we about to go there. All right, y'all. So we'll be right back with you. Boy Quentin. Don't get me started. This is a function, not a party. I'm busting my mood. Oh, oh, oh. Uh now nah, I didn't know you guys were here. Uh my name is Brian Ellis. I'm the host of Get Your Own Opinion Podcast. It's a podcast about the zeitgeist, about the culture. You know, I'm talking a little sports, talk a little tech, talk a little romance, talk about shows I'm watching. I talk about a lot of things that you might be interested in. I hope you are interested in. And if you want, you can come take a listen. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Podcast. I didn't know about that one until they just hit me up uh, yesterday. But also, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing. I want to get as many listeners as possible. And even if you don't enjoy it, you could pass me along to your friends. They might enjoy it. And if you want to respond to the show, hit me up on Twitter, RT Black Superman or Instagram, which is G-Y-O-O pod. But if you really want to contribute, you listen to a couple episodes like I've started Patreon where you can help pay for equipment around the studio. You know what I'm saying? You become a member, you get backstage things. I'm going to start giving out merch to my Patreon uh, subscribers. You know what I'm saying? So it's patreon.com slash G-Y-O pod. And I appreciate y'all listening. But it's time for you to get your own opinion. We back, you know. Once again, thank you for guys for joining us. You know, we, we now we're reaching the second half of the show, you know. 
before before we start the next topic, you know, just please like and rate us on all major platforms: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, SoundCloud, and we'll be on YouTube. So yeah, so my boy, you what you sipping on for the people? Let people know. I'm about to say, yo, this is a long podcast. I'm on my second cup. Normally, I don't get here. By the time I get to the second cup, it's time for me to kick him out the crib. But um, I got me a little little Moscato and uh, Pinot Grigio mix real quick. Little little white, and I got me a little splash of boule on the top. I know it sounds like a crazy concoction. It is, but it, we we filming on a Saturday tonight, y'all. So I ain't gotta wake up for work tomorrow. It's lit. Yeah, so we gonna talk about Casanova. You want to go straight there? You want to? No, no music came out. We gonna go straight to Cas. Yeah, he bro. might just get hit with the Rigo. Oh man, we, and we, and and the sad part about it, they got his girlfriend's friend on cam snitching on him too, though. Damn, it be it be shorty friends that really get you in trouble. You, Ever been out in the club And you're chilling with your peoples You might be mingling And then you see one of your homegirl friends Just on the phone like this Like ooh <laughs> I know I'm in trouble when I go home So apparently he's been Accused of conspiring And terrible acts of violence And Rico charges And just It's like racketeering Gun charges it was, I think it stemmed from like The murder of like a 15 year old boy right Yeah It was like the, the Was the untouchable gorilla nation Or something like that Yeah all the apes out there, y'all know what that is. But you know, yeah, we're yeah. not talking about the alphas. Come on now, so yeah. I don't even know how to feel about this because I, I doubt. I, to be honest with you, and I doubt he he he's even doing anything like that because if you know if you watch his interview and you and you like hear him talk, he does not want to go to jail at all. He's been telling people. I'm pussy like yo don't try I'm not about that or anything like that even though he is but he's trying to stay out of that because he's been in jail a lot of times before he made it big as a rapper and he does not want to go behind those walls again especially now he finally got after being on parole for so long he finally got to travel out of the United States and he was able to do shows and take vacations I doubt my guy is trying to commit crime and everything but that's just crazy because how do these people even connect them? And I'm telling you, these hip hop police shit is real. Like they're investigating all your social media posts. They, they, you got a lot of people following your accounts. You got it's, it's a crazy thing. You cannot be a millionaire and still be involved in street shit. It just doesn't work. Like you said, there's too much. Like if you, if you, if you are a street dude and you rapping about the street life that you live, let's look at Bobby. And uh, six nine as primary examples, right? They rap what they lived, but unfortunately, that came back around to get them. And um, Casanova actually made a point in a Breakfast Club interview last year when six nine was getting hit with his Rico charges. He was talking about this exact same situation. What happens when a rapper gets caught up? So I'm gonna think. Let's even get this audio for you. Give me one second, y'all. Because to me, he been. Whatever he yeah, was, you, you knew he was gonna tell them. Like, I don't that, care. Not a surprise that nobody. nobody, nobody, niggas talk all that shit, man. Niggas talk all that shit. I'm talking about all these rappers and all these fake gangsters, man. Niggas, you go to the feds for a fucking Rico, and they offer you twenty years, and you're a millionaire. You're telling, all right? You know what I'm saying? Can you still be a rapper after that? Yeah, that nigga gonna still be a rapper. They still play his music now. Mm-hmm. I don't want no problem with him now, nigga. Come on and troll me. I'm out the game again. I can't. <laughs> I can't. He ain't coming home no time soon. Listen, man. He coming home about two years. 
You ain't getting no time for that. Yeah, he he yeah. might could come home in a year. You know what I'm saying? If you cooperate, when they debrief you, you cop out to all of your charges, you can come home in six months, halfway house. Because he's not really the person they're targeting. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, he been... Oh, man. And if, if you're familiar with the 6ix9ine case, 6ix9ine did allege that Casanova was one of the several rappers that he was clashing with during his run prior to him serving his jail time. So so this is probably a spinoff on that. But it's just crazy. Like, even Casanova said it like, yo, you're a millionaire. You're not going to jail for 20 years. Especially if you wasn't directly involved in whatever happened. You ain't pulled the trigger. You just might have known some shit. He's probably going to have to cop to whatever charges is. And he's going to get his, his six months to two years. I I mean... They got him a life, though, I heard. I read yeah, some. because what you call it, he has... He's been... He just got off parole, right? Yeah, so. he got off parole. He's been going to jail nonstop. So he has, like, an aggressive police record. So it's kind of, like, hard for him. Like, you know, 6 9 never did anything. So him snitching was able to get him those little one to two years with probation type of thing. He ain't get probation. He got COVID. That's why he got out. <laughs> with, with Casanova. Casanova done spent majority of his life in, in jail. So... He has so much charges that they're not going to give him some measly six months probation, 12 months probation. And I don't think he even wants that himself because that's going to stop a lot of money because he wasn't able to get a lot of money during his first couple of years in the industry because he wasn't able to tour. He has to check in with the PO and a lot of and that's why a lot of things I don't believe I don't believe he would do anything because if you witnessed Meek Mill. And his parole stuff. A lot of these rappers do not want to be anything, even if they can get off with parole. That's millions that they're leaving off a table because they always have to check in with their PO officer. I mean, with their with their with their PO, and sometimes the PO be hoeing them out, and the judges be hoeing them out, so they won't be able to travel or anything like that. So I don't. To me, I don't really believe it. I can't. I mean, it doesn't matter what you believe. It's a matter what they got. If he if he knows something, like they gonna get the information out of him. But I, you know, what? I think he probably get a lot of time because Casanova knows he can't tell. He can't do six nine, even though he just said that Casanova can't do it. Casanova, he he had a rep before rapping that he has to maintain maintain and uh, just a street there's a street code that he has to maintain. And to be honest with you, even if, if he do do a 6 9 thing, it's the end of his career. Because cause with the 6 9 everybody knew 6 9 wasn't like that. And 6 9 came home, he had two songs, and he's done now. It's over. Yeah. And after that, yeah, because after that first initial couple months of him trolling and everything, people realized, like, yo, he's not. He don't got not, nothing else. He don't got the backing. He don't got the, the you know, the clout. is gone. Yeah. But with, 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 with Kaz, Kaz have a formidable reputation in New York and around the industry so he I can't picture him snitching and that's just like yo I got two questions like one in that situation if you are about that life but you're making millions do you snitch and like yo like do you get out like are you, like once you make it are you like you do get out of the streets like those are my two things I'm like me personally I'm like yo I'm telling. Oh yeah, I, I mean, am. Oh, yeah. You can call me Randall, Miss Miss Finster, Miss Finster. It was that tall, light skinned <laughs> nigga right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm snitching too because I'm not part of that life. But with with Cass, 
Cass is a known is a known rapper. He's an, and own, he, he's an own street dude. Yeah, but the thing about also with the reason why I say he can't snitch because he's not as popping as he's not as popping as a rapper compared to people in his class. He's known and everybody knows him. Everybody, but he's not that successful in rapping with his singles and albums. So with him snitching, it's clip for that. It's clip because at least six nine. Has a couple millions to fall back on because he he once again he trolled the shit out of everybody after he got out and try to and he finagled everybody to to get millions so he could sit on his butt. Casanova doesn't have an illustrious career like that because even before Six Nine was doing major number, Casanova it wasn't it is not doing major number. His music is good, but he just he he has not reached that point in his career as star quality. So I, I don't know. I, and then I, you got your home, you got your girlfriend's friends snitching on Cam. Yeah, you sent me that shit. I was like, wow. But that's you can't pillow talk. And that and that's a, a conversation we have to have. Little ladies, if you know your man is doing something, not everything needs to be divulged to your girlfriends. Like, stop that. Your girlfriends don't have to know everything about your man, unless unless he treating you bad. That's what y'all could talk about, but don't talk about his personal business. Don't have her around, like, cause you know you girls be patty. I might be, I might have been drinking a little bit. I might get this canceled on this next take. Yo, you know there's no girl code, right? There's oh, no yeah. such thing as a girl code. So unless you was like y'all was like shop, y'all was friends for like 10, 12 years. Like y'all got time in. You gotta relax. That's not Alvin. 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 Trust that because you know one thing I realized with women. Uh oh. Now you about to wild out. See, I oh, kept yeah. it safe. I kept it safe. He was wild. See, look, I'm Obama. <laughs> and we could. We could. All right, Uncle Joe, go ahead. Don't do that. Don't do go that. Ahead. Come go on. Ahead, um. Um. What you gonna call it with women? When they get angry, oh. they go for the juggler. Oh yeah. They don't. Not, oh, it's over. <laughs> they They don't care about. Anything they don't care about the consequences, they don't think about the future, they don't think about anything outside that moment. They're going for the juggler and they're going to say whatever mean thing that they can conjure up in their mind and spew it at you. And that's what can happen when you put a girl in a tough position and stuff. Don't don't embarrass her neither. Ooh, it's over. Yeah. You limp dick so, motherfucker. <laughs> so also all because you know how many times girls be like, oh shrimp dick, oh after that and all. You that. was out here trying to crack cars on vacation, wasn't you? Yeah. Like what? Why would you even say such a thing in front <laughs> of the police? <laughs> So that's why I'm like, yo, I, that girl code goes out the window once there's no, emotion. You can't say it goes out, it, there's no such thing as girl code. It's for the moment. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. While we here, we going to turn up. But let you look at my man the wrong way. <laughs> and it's clip. No matter if we've been friends since kids, we going we gonna to scrap over this type of thing. That ass. Oh, you ain't, you, ain't, you, was, you ain't getting my bag that I wanted? Oh, yeah, that's right. This bitch out here, her man out here is cute and kids. Like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Oh Why yeah, I me- and then I remember when you told me your dusty ass man couldn't even afford to get you. Woo! You it'd be like, yo, you tore like, oh yeah, oh Tyrone, that's why you eat ass. You be like, oh what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you be like, yo, what's yo, what's really good with you? Like you telling like, your you friends, said, you telling your friends, I eat ass. I only eat ass. You thought you wasn't gonna tell nobody. It was your birthday. Yeah, it get crazy. Yeah, it get crazy. Now. But nah, man. Uh, uh, yo, Casanova, hold your head, bro. I hope you find a way out of it. But I know they they probably gonna hold a lot of the bullshit over your head. But as a rapper, you entertain. You gotta be careful what you involved with. 
And just know like Yo If they pull you in Like yo Just make sure you have Plausible deniability You don't know shit You ain't see shit Like come on Let's make sure you make it home For the holidays bro And speaking of making it For the holidays G Herbal man Yo he got hit like Two days later <laughs> I'm like yo That's what I'm saying The hip hop police is real And his is like Plausible deniability Like wasn't his man's Like his Like booking trips And stuff Using fake IDs And stolen identities And stuff like that Yeah he's He's in the fraud scheme My mm-hmm. boy Think he from the flossy How he be cracking Them cards he's out here He's cracking cards For real For real I sh- I Oh Snaps Whatever. His music promoter Oh no! I think he did that shit. Not G Herbal. <laughs> Not G Herbal, yeah, but oh, he did. Yeah, because I'm reading the article from Billboards, and the music promoter um, Antonio T. Glow Strong is one of the people main associates from him that that got caught with the scamming thing, and he has a bad reputation in the industry. He's been scamming rappers out of money, like he scammed Cowboy. Um, from some money And he had some bad Business deals With other rappers So Oh damn It's not looking good It's not looking I good. don't know I, It might look good for G Herbal But I know His associates <laughs> Is not looking good Oh man All I know is man Like yo they, she, was, they, they was charging Millions of dollars For luxury service They was going Y'all already like They got like a private jet From Miami to Chicago um, Jewelry Like Jamaica Two designer puppies. The fuck you buying two designer puppies? Yo, he's trying to get a Christmas gift, it's a birthday gift. That's a good gift. You get a girl a puppy, she gonna love you forever. And it's not only it's not only him. It's just um, what you call it. There's a bunch of people that got caught up with that. But see, that's the thing, though. It's like you gotta know who you moving with. Like as a street dude, somebody if something seems like something seems too good to be true, you gotta always like your black sense should kick in. Like, oh wait, my nigga sense is tingling. Wait, mm-mm, nah. I'm, 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 I might get some flag. You better go find you a Jewish person or somebody know how to move maneuver the industry properly. Like, cause you don't want to get caught up in no situation. I think Herbo is not even like a prime suspect. It's just like he he knew, so it's like he's going to get taken down with the the whole oh, scam. Yeah. And that's why both Casanova and him, t- rather the cops coming to get them, they surrendered themselves to look good, and they, that's why they surrendered themselves to the police. And I think there's and for both cases, I think. They just using these rappers' name to generate. Um, yeah, it's like you want you want mainstream media appeal, but you also want that pressure. Like, yo, but what you gonna do? You gonna you gonna risk your millions over this dude or these people? And that's the question. It's like, yo, you made it out the streets, but now the streets is coming back for revenge. Cause it's, cause I can't see G Herbal scamming. Like these crimes, I can't see these rappers committing like that. Like, like yo, Casanova is not shooting no kid. Yeah. And then also, why G Herbal? G Herbal, I have to sit here and he still got ops out here and he still got all this stuff. He's not going to sit here and scam and put himself in prison. Big fact. That's 100%. That, that is, for some vacation and I'm about to say, designer for, puppies for and all the, that. For a, a private flight, he could fly first class and still reap most of those benefits. And he's independent. He, he He's independent. He just got a partnership with Label and his album is doing well. Like PTSD. Is a platinum single album. I mean, platinum single um, song. Yeah, so I so mean, I, he 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 made, you know he making is? a lot of money and his merch is going off that. the shelf. Think about that though. You making a lot of money and you got a lot of stuff coming in. You probably don't want to focus on it. Like I don't want to book my own. I don't want to book my own travel as a, as 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 who I am right now. Yeah. Imagine making millions. Like yo, I got somebody that's gonna take care of that. And then you you not questioning. It's like oh yo, I can get us this little extra drink. Just don't worry. I got my back channels. Like all right, go ahead, do your thing. 
and and it's kind of hard. And and this 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 is outside of for rap. It's kind of hard because what you gonna call it? <laughs> it's kind of hard because it's kind of like yo, I, I I'm doing all this work and I and I want people to take care, of, you know, take care of these small matters, but. At the end of the day, it looks like you just have to take care of yourself, and and that's and and this out out of this case, just talking about in generally, because you hear a bunch of these rappers getting robbed from their accountants and business partners and everything, because they don't want to pay attention to these things, but because you know that just slows down their creativity. But it looks like yo, y'all have to pay attention to where y'all, who y'all got on your team, who's spending your money, because look what happened. I'll say the white man definitely watching who work with his money, so we gotta do the same. Because there's no reason why you, G Herb, were even part of a a, a fraud scheme. With, yeah. other, with all these low income <laughs> associates, <laughs> yo, it's crazy. But yo, horrible. Hold your head. Hopefully, you get off. Get off to hopefully you can pl- plausible deniability. Hope you ain't know nothing about that shit. But thinking, speaking about dudes that stay scheming. Shout out to Drake, man. Drake is about to drop his official Nike. Six line. six 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 six. He's about six, to drop six, the Nocta line, man. I'm I'm excited for this because it's like it's supposed to be like like that London style meets Nike tech. Yo, you mean I'm about to get some some tech I could wear to the club? Is lit. No tech you wear in the club. You have you seen how these London niggas dress? That shit niggas fly. Just like they they live in the dark. They bats. That shit fly, bro. <laughs> Shout out to all my London niggas, but y'all be dressing like hoodlums for real. Oh my god, y'all niggas get bubble coats and hoodies up all day. I'm just come saying, on, blood. The fact that in uh, it, this might be. A, I mean, it's like a first like uh, like rapper line since like what was the last rapper that had like a real like big line? Like it wasn't she? Was it she in it? Was it possibly uh, possibly G, you know Jay Z. Hove had the S dot card line was fire, but I think like 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 he's getting his own. Sean John don't count. Sean John count. Sean John count. But I think like people haven't really been wearing Sean John in a while. Like I think he has like it it's got still some, in Macy's though. It's still in Macy's. Like it, it's still quality stuff, but now it's like it's like it's like expensive quality stuff. Oh yeah. But I think this is a big move. Just I see like you know do because I think Drake is peeping. Like you know how the game changes like. Travis Scott got a sneaker. Jay Balvin got a sneaker coming out on Tuesday. Niggas, niggas got sandwiches. Niggas got McDonald's meals. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is like the natural progression. Dude's got merch. He's like, yo, y'all got merch. I got a line. Like, I think when I read this, I was like, so in, like, it's dope. Like, man's yeah, say what you want about Drake. On. He sing too much the to be a rapper. The boy stays one step ahead. Come on now. That's he's why getting, he's the GOAT. Like, he's getting, it's like Team Drake. Like, he's he already had his sneaker collabs, but now he's actually getting like an actual clothing line and mind you, he's still selling because I was trying to get some sort of Fire Lover Boy stuff, and them shits is sold out. <laughs> and that's just like a that's just like a little time capsule. Like, this is like an official Drake line. Like there's gonna be like regular Nike tech and Nike sweats and stuff, and there's gonna be the official Drake. Like that, what? yo, the black jacket, bro, the black bomber coat, look crazy. But then again, he already had the OVO clothing stuff going crazy too. But that's like think about the quality. You're going from getting your own distributor to put like your own stuff on it. So now you're getting Nike quality sweats. Like it's not like you're just getting like some some Gildan sweats or some you know you're you're finding some wholesale company mm-hmm. to mix your clothes. Like so it's like one joint might be quality, while another joint might not be. This is like you're getting Nike materials to make your 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 literal clothing line. Like that is fire. You see, if Jay Z wasn't around, I would have said Drake is the greatest ever. But yeah, now nah, whole Jay, Drake still got some moves to make. Yeah, but, but Jay Jay, Jay laid happy isn't Jay's birthday today, right? Um, it was yesterday. Yesterday, happy, happy, yeah. happy birthday, Hove. 
the greatest, you know, even though Biggie's still number one in Brooklyn, though, but you're the greatest, though. I'll say you could be one number one in a region, but better somebody else be number one around the world. Yeah, I, I, that's what I do. But, yeah. but yo, shout out to Drake, man. Um, Just it, make moves. I can't wait. Yo, January's next month. Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. I need that. Pick I need to be in my bag in quarantine because, you know, we're going back to lockdown. He said it's like view, so that means I'm not going to like it for like two years. And then my people will tell me I'm wild and I'm going to go back. You know how it go. I say I don't like something. They make me go Drake re-listen songs. to it. I already apologized, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck out of here. I'm never letting that down. Niggas was over here hating. You want to talk about my apologies? Yo, real talk. Tiana Taylor, I, I did say sorry, but she actually announced today that she, um, I, I guess, can you call it really a formal announcement? She, It's like we're assuming based on her wording that she's she, retiring. She ain't retiring. But she said she's like that. taking a step back, right? So Tiana Taylor feels unappreciated, and I feel so bad. If, because one thing, one thing I realized about retirement: if they're not athletes, nobody retired. That's a fact. But <laughs> when you really think about it, she like she her wording like she feels unappreciated, and I can get that because yo from the from her debut album Seven to the Kanye album to even this one, even though it took me a while to come around, like she makes really great music, mm-hmm. and I think that and the, the visuals be dope. But it's sad because even like last week we advocated for the Soul Train Awards, but even I don't even think has she been nominated for a Soul Train Award. I didn't even. I can't even tell Like I don't think so I think she just needs A label change The label has but been Holding her even Her whole though, entire career I, I blame Kanye But even so Somebody at Def Jam Like Def Jam Like they let her make Her own album this time But there was Literal to no promo The only promo I saw About the album Was the video she put out Where she was doing Like the little crazy Stinky leg dance And shit <laughs> Like that's the only video yeah, I saw That's why I'm saying The label has to be changed I think Tiana would do Amazing independently And have like Sort of a partnership With a label But being signed under the label, I don't think she she's one of the artists. She's I be believe a ca- cautionary tale. Yeah, I think I think she's a person that does not need a label with her. Like I think her being signed is bad for business for her. I think she's so popular just outside of just outside of her music and her acting, just her personality. Of, like a lot of people love her, and she has a lot of connections. So. I, whatever you can do, girl, just get out of that contract and start know, moving independently. And then I think you'll do great by just starting to release some EPs here and there and then come back with a second album. But what's scary about going independent? Like, how much money? Like, she's made bread. When you think about an independent artist, you're paying for everything. So it's like, think about the features she's had. Just let's go through these albums. She's had Kanye, Chris Brown, Pusha T, Big Sean. Um, Kalani, Erica Badu, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, Future. That's just, like she's had major features. ASAP Rocky and video. She's getting big budgets to direct A her Method videos. Man, Method uh, Man, uh, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer. Like she's had as an independent artist, come out of pocket. Are you getting those same features? Are you getting those same beats? Are you getting those same producers? Okay, not. The, I'll, I'll say she's not getting the same producers, but. I'm not saying she can't be successful. No, 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 no. But I'm, 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 I'm saying she's not gonna get the same beats. But she's gonna get the same features. I think she built. You she gotta she, pay that. But that's the thing. She probably won't. Are she you, has such a great relationship with majority of the people that she did features with that she probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't charge her no head crack prices for. for but features. what's your budget? Think about this. Like, yo, I don't want to say I'm pocket white. Iman not in the league right now. Like, don't do that. Iman. I'm just no. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Like. Off the bank account, like they got their own expenses. So you saying I'm going into my, my personal bag to get this money. Even if I get a distribution deal, her albums aren't debuting like top ten. You feel me? So it's not like she's getting re going re, she's not recouping 
off of the projects dropping. So if you go independent, like the thing about being an independent artist, you could put the music out, but then it's like, yo, are you gonna have that that budget to get those? Because some her beats be fucking a mad. Even if I don't like the song, her beat is fucking great. Oh yeah, but I think she has a lot of those she has relationships. That, she has the it factor, but I'm just like I'm just. I don't know It's just a little label I'm just It's, she it's the only thing to label Cause she has The star power She has the fan base Kanye she, not worried about music Yeah But but then But then You gotta say Good Pusha T's the president Of good music right now Saha's like vice president Like what's going on <laughs> she, she can sing and rap It's still got design over here Still running Zana's not on a squad no more Zana, oh, He, 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 got, he oh, got out like last year Oh okay I think Sean's not on it no more so good music is not really good music. You feel me? That's what happens when you mess with the boy Pusha T. But anyway, that's besides that's, the point. That's, <laughs> don't do that. Pusha had one of the best rap albums was it, two years ago. Pusha is the person that ate the most off of those seven song albums. <laughs> so I wonder why he ate the most. He, I, he he was able to promote it with with the label budget, and then with Tiana. But Taylor. they they definitely did change. Let, let's be real. Good music did continue to change the game, even with that. Because now let's think about it. Look at the Grammys. Half of the best R and B hip hop albums was albums that had like ten, to, like eight to ten songs on it. And I hate that because I need at least twelve to fourteen. That's because you old You like 40 nah, Come on now I need I need 12 to but, 14 yo Tiana Taylor We do need you in this music streets Because I'm not going front Nobody sounds like you I think that Her 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 confidence in her music Her bravado Her sexiness her Like She makes music like That you could play For any occasion Like Going to love me Freaking Even the Work this pussy song Was cool Like it was like The that was Kalani that was, she, she brought that Vogue, Yo that Her Vogue joint Shout out Kalani too Cause she just been killing And the, vi- and the visuals And the visuals Spike for T her is, for Spike her. T is elite 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 So And her visuals for her For her songs Been like crazy Like even when she did a little um, When she had dr- People dressed up In different colors She was like in the yellow suit All that And even with the With the Um Video with Ghostface and Method Man that that just told the whole story itself. Man, all I know is like I know she probably wouldn't sign to another artist, but there's got to be like people labels see money. Y'all should see dollar sign with like a Tiana Taylor. You getting visual, you getting dances, you getting everything. So like, yo, somebody, somebody call yay. But it's not it's not too much dollar sign because you can't. Well, you can't put Tiana Taylor in no 360 or anything like that. No, so yeah, that's, that's probably why they probably not all well, in a rush to sign her because well, they get. realize that yeah, they're gonna make some money, but it's not gonna be. Not gonna, not, like I said, new, the new wave is like you're gonna have to go licensing music. You mean to tell me Tiana Taylor can come up with a dance craze or a hit? Like these records be oh, hit. Man. Like you gonna people be sick. You put, if we if we could still go outside, you went to a brunch. And you play the Tiana record, it's gonna be a bunch of girls singing their hearts out like they were singing Keisha Cole back in the day. Shout out oh, yeah. Keisha Cole, they got that verses coming up. That's gonna be Shanti. special. Who you got? Who you got in the verses? Because it's I, like because you got because you got to think of this is how verses work. It's hits and deep cuts. So it's like you know you throw out a hit, throw out a couple deep cuts, see how, how you feeling. Because and then it's like oh. the thing about it is um, is Ashanti is gonna be limited to only her music. Probably not. If not, got- if she could, if she knew music that she wrote for people, Ashanti. You sure? She has J Lo hits. She do, but I don't. I don't think. I don't know if Keisha write for other people. Ke- no, Keisha probably did write, but Keisha writing is not up to Ashanti. Yeah. So now, if, if if Ashanti come, oh, I wrote this for J Lo, plays the plays the song that she did with Ja Rule and some other songs. That's automatically a point on the board for her. Then Keisha might come back. Well, I should have cheated or something. And this is oh no no. There's there's at least five songs Keisha, Keisha plays that's automatically 
Yeah, her point. I'm um, not going love front. automatically. I should have cheated. Um, what's the shit thought that she had, had with? My, thought you had my back, bro. Keisha was. What, what's the shit that she had with Missy Elliott? Oh, let it go. Let it go. She has that. And I think there's one more. Yo, I'm gonna I'm just go down the Keisha Cole list real quick. We got let it go. Last night with Diddy, bro. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a classic. Yeah. Love. I remember. I changed my mind. Heaven uh, sent. Uh-uh. Trust. Uh-uh. What? I changed my mind in heaven. It's you, beatable. It's all of those. You sure? By Ashanti? Yeah. What? What? Hold on. What's this? We pull up Ashanti records right now. We go. We we go Ashanti versus Keisha Cole right now. I'm not saying who's gonna win, but I Keisha got Keisha can sing, and that singing that that means something in verses. Okay, Ashanti can't really. I mean, but she's then not known as it, a it, vocalist. It's, it's kind of bad though, because her, her her Apple Essentials only got fifteen songs. I'm like, she gonna she she giving away five songs off top. She only got to get she only got Ashanti got to get six more. That's not it. Foolish one. Rain on me two. Rock with you three. Baby four. Happy five. Um, what about those songs that she did with Ja Rule? What mesmerize? Mesmerize. Always on time. Always on time. <laughs> Down for you. Down for you. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, let me look. Happy oh. hap, Happy yes Alright that's and, nine um, What's the What's the Ja Rule shit What's love got to do What's love We ready We ready <laughs> That's ten That's ten But I'm saying Keisha got ten too So I'm saying That's, that's a battle That it's, it's like you gotta go To the deep cuts So who wins the deep cuts And that's what I don't know That's what I gotta see What deep cuts are they pulling Are they gonna play new music They probably might do One or two for new music Cause Out of these 15 Keisha songs I know 13 of them and they snap. Out of Ashanti songs, we knew the ten, maybe twelve. Let me see Ashanti Essentials real quick. But it's gonna be a good battle. I know the ladies, fellas, don't get your girl mad this next week. Please don't. Oh, that's because you hit that. Though. I should have lied. I should have cheated. She give you that little side eye. You be like, damn, that's how you feel. You gotta like, leave. I apologize, mama. Like, come on now. Yeah, you gotta walk out the room on that one. I just want to pull up a Shanti essential. But you know, but you know, but I mean, this might be a win for us guys too because you know, and then they play the verses, and then they just give your girl a bottle of wine, and after verses, you oh, you will get, get it's like the argument. It's like after argument sex all over. Uh-huh. Yeah, Shanti she, looking. When at, she starts singing love, you know, you know when girls start singing love and they with their boo, they start touching the neck a lot. Like ah, used to think that I wasn't fine enough. Hey, I used to think that I wasn't. What? Yeah, oh, y'all gonna be making some babies. Go on. Nah, but see, I'm looking at her essential. She got 15 songs too, but then it's like three or four. I don't know. So I don't. It's gonna be good, and it's a lot of features. Keisha's songs is like Keisha's songs. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. That's why I asked if um, Ashanti is. I'm going to... on record, man. Yo, Keisha, bring it home, Miss Cole, Miss Cole, bring it home. If Ashanti can use songs that she wrote for people, then that's a different ball yeah, game. But yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm in my mind, it, it can't, it can't. That's not fair. Now, before we take this last break, before we go into our major, our, our closing topic for the night, yo, bro, you heard what Warner Brothers is doing with HBO Max? Yep. They dropping them movies the same time they releasing in theaters. RIP to the 2021 box office because Warner Brothers is out here. I think they've adapted to, the, to COVID. They are actually sidestepping Disney. I think Disney tried this first, but they actually were making you like on top of paying for the service. You had to pay like $30 for the movie. I think that was Mulan. It was one of the title, I think, too. I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah. But HBO Max is receiving all of Warner, 17 of the 17 Warner Brothers movies that were coming out in 2021, including Wonder Woman 1984, The Matrix. Tricks for uh, Dune, 
They still making Matrix movies? Matrix coming back, bro. My son from uh, what's it called? From it's Watchmen, a, Yaha. It's a, it's a brand new. It's like a it's a it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. If that makes sense. Like it's okay, not a so Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Not Keanu Reeves is in it. Oh, he is. In and it. Trinity is in it too. But Jada is in it. Trinity, huh? Jada is in it. I don't know if she's in it. I I didn't see her on the list, but they are literally dropping their 2021 slate of movies on HBO Max. So. And I just want to give you a heads up for those of y'all think y'all about to get the because uh, one woman comes out on Halloween. I mean on Christmas. Excuse oh, me. Oh wait, they got they got they got Denzel Washington, the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, what we call it? They got Tom and Jerry, Godzilla they, versus Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong. They got some joints. Um, Water Combat. Um, Angelina Jolie, those who wish me dead. The Conjuring. Conjuring the next joint. The Devil made me. Oh, it's yeah. Okay, that's what it's called. Space. They got Space Jam. Space Jam too. LeBron. Reminisce. Oh. King Richard, oh no, they come. They got the the, the Fred Hampton movie, the joint with Lakeith Stanfield and a uh, homie from uh, Get Out. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. So, yo, just just FYI for those of y'all trying to get an HBO Max uh, free trial for Christmas. That's when Wonder Woman comes out. They said they are not honoring the free trials during that week, so you just would still have to buy the service. Just as a heads up. Oh no, nah, y'all wildin' out here. I got it come in the, on, I, I, people. I got it in the crib, so if you need to come through and watch some drinks, just let me know. But um, yeah, yo, that's a this is a killer. The actually the CEO of AMC actually wrote uh, an open letter like condemning them for doing this because it's like they are saying with the vaccine that we should be back to some quasi normal by next summer. So and I think the movies are still coming out in theaters, but you're giving people the option to watch it at home. But you know what? I will I won't <laughs> I would say this I, I know from a lot of people A lot of people Miss going to the movie theaters That was an easy date Or easy outing Like so Oh yo. yeah A lot of people Like if we, we go to the movie So it's like um, What you gonna call it It's definitely gonna hurt them Cause a lot of people who, who Who's introverted And who love staying home Or homebodies Are gonna take that Instead of having to Bootleg it off of some things And all that they, This is gonna be a plus for them But it's gonna hurt them A little bit But I don't think It's gonna hurt them Too much once Outside opens because people do love going to the movies. I love going to the movies. I love going, getting dressed, going to 34th Street and going there. I think that it, this is the first step in modernizing the movie industry. Because let's think about this. We are paying movie ticket prices between Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock. Um, What else we got? What else we got? Uh, Amazon Prime Video. All the cable subscriptions have online. So literally... You're probably already paying like HBO Max is like fourteen dollars or fifteen dollars a month. Like you're paying a movie ticket price to have it in crib. For Disney Plus, you're paying like eight bucks. But then if you want to watch like the newer movies, you're paying for it. I think this is has just this is like Corona has sped up the introverted introverted way we view the world. Everybody oh, yeah. was was migrating to like you know seventy five inch, eighty five inch, sixty five inch TVs in the crib. You know, complete sound systems. People were starting to invest in having all these things in their house. Yep, yep. So while you're missing the element of getting dressed to go outside or you know things like that, and who's to say in ten years theaters studios are going to say the movie theater is obsolete? So it kind of pushed it up. And then I think with Tenet, with Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, they tried to say the movie theater was still here and it didn't work. A, a movie that was, they put $300 million in. I think they barely broke even on that movie. That's not counting marketing costs, right? Yeah. So we're in a situation where Warner Brothers is proactive. Where it gets scary, if Disney says we're following y'all lead, and now our whole 2021 slate, meaning all those Marvel movies. Remember, Disney owns Marvel. They own Fox. 
They own a lot of different properties. Wait, I, I think I'm a little confused about something. Um, so with HBO Max, they don't have to pay to see those movies. Once time. you have HBO Max, once you pay for the subscription or you have a subscription, those movies come included. So when oh. Wonder Woman comes out on- So wait, how they make them, how they going to make money? Well, think about it. Warner Brothers owns HBO Max. So my thinking is that they're assuming that a lot of people who didn't already have it are going to buy subscriptions. But wouldn't they be scared that um, a lot of people would do the whole Netflix- Thing with they change past they give people past a lot of times you can't really what's it called you can't like watch the same thing at the same time and even so a lot of people don't necessarily have HBO Max I know you get it like if you to have HBO Max for like complimentary you have to already have HBO you know you know what I think would be a good idea even though I know consumers would hate me if they put ads on on only on the movies. Possibly, I can see that, or like put them in like beginning, middle, like your middle. Yeah, end. if they if not, that's because I mean that would make them some money. Because I'm like, I think that when you because you know how much money makes Wonder Woman, like but, how much to make Wonder but, Woman. But think about the overhead. If they would have put it in theaters, this movie that they probably have put half a billion dollars into between making it and promoting it, right? You delayed it already three times, two or three times. So you already lost money because you had to delay it. You're pretty much securing your investment because people are going to watch it. People, oh, are, yeah. and then, like I said, there's going to be a lot of people who aren't privy to how to, you know, watch stuff illegally or whatever. So they're going to literally buy HBO Max, even if you buy it for one month, fifteen dollars. You're watching that movie. Then, so it, you, so you think it might just be temporarily until the world gets back to normal? I think it's going to start out temporary, but I think that that's going to be. I think they're going to do sim- simultaneously. I think why why can't you make it so that you know? I think what it, what would be smart. Is that you drop it in theaters a week early, and then drop it on a streaming service? Okay, after. yeah, I, I think that because at least then, like, you want to see it first. Go to the movie theaters; you still have the option, or you can still go to the movies. But if you want to just watch it in the crib, I even put two weeks. And then even think about it; they could follow Disney's method. Oh, you want to watch this movie? Like, all right, like Disney. If Disney would have did it like this, Mulan came out with September. Oh, get like time. watch it. On, on Disney for one week And then after that You have to pay to watch it Yeah or you have to pay To watch it for a month And then afterwards It comes out So this way you're still If somebody Even if somebody wants to Try to stream it illegally you Somebody had to buy it Yeah You feel me So there's a lot of different ways To look at it But I think that it's a net, I, I like seeing companies Be forward thinking And adapting to the problem The same way the rest of us Have to adapt We can't go outside yeah, I love true. the movie theaters Fandango.com My password Like they, they miss me I haven't been able to go there <laughs> And buy my tickets for nothing Thanks. But I think it's a natural progression So I'm gonna say to everybody Get them big Make sure you get you a nice TV Make sure you get you a nice sound bar And it, yo, If you don't have HBO Cop HBO Trust me It's worth it You can watch Craig of the Creek Fire Cartoon uh, they got mad stuff up that you can go watch. This is not an HBO plug because they don't sponsor us, but maybe one but day they will. But do sponsor us, you know. Everybody's saying your sponsorship to this might not go well at gmail.com. I just want some free Nocta. Yo, Drake, holla at me, bro. I'm a certified lover boy. I'm reformed, but I used to be. Bevel, send some products over. You know. And, yo, we about to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the black man and his ego. Is it a detriment? How does it, how has, had, has it affected you? But before we take this break, I do want to shout out LeVar Ball, as well as the father for the holidays in the NBA. They both have three sons apiece in the NBA. They making that boola. Oh, dude. The holidays don't get as much recognition, maybe because they dark. I'm just playing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) But Drew, Justin, and uh, what's the the one? What's the third one in Indiana? I forgot his name. Aaron. So Aaron, Drew, and Justin, shout out to their dad, getting them all to the league. 
drafted, you know, all getting money. And LeVar, he told us he's going to get all his boys to the league. Lonzo, second pick. Jello went undrafted. Just got signed by the Pistons last week. Non-guaranteed deal, but he has a chance to prove it that he yeah. belongs. And then LaMelo drafted third by Charlotte. So shout out to those black men for getting their sons into the league. We're going to take this last break, and we'll be right back with you with our final segment on This Might Not Go Well. There's a little girl, no, no, who satisfy my mental and my physical thing. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to be my fault, y'all. I just, I be singing sometimes. I just get in my bag and hear the music, and I don't know how to act. The music just pops to my head. I have musical Tourette's and shit. You feel me? And I just blurt shit out. This is what happens on My Dreaded Mom podcast. That's me. Rakeem Wayne, the host of my Dreaded Mind podcast. You should check that shit out. That shit is full of crazy shit. Like, I be singing on it. I be freestyling on it. I be talking about real life shit on there and conspiracy theories. But y'all should check that shit out. My Dreaded Mind podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Sounder FM. Dope ass podcast. Check it out. It's your boy Rakeem Wayne. Holla at me. Yo, and we're back. <laughs> so we're back with the last segment for today's episode. You know, I know a lot of people was complaining about that little under hour episode last week, but now we yeah, close got- to be here too. We had two hours. Yeah, I got yelled at. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah, it's like y'all was bullshit. It was a good pod, but y'all was bullshit. I was. I'm not going front, bro. I'll be self conscious about potting. I was like, damn, we put out 55 minutes. I, I kind of like, I, I turned my head down. You can tell I really promo this week because I was a little embarrassed. We only did like 50 minutes. I was yeah. Like, but, yo, we, we started a conversation a couple weeks ago just about like, you know, dating in 2020, about, you know, partnership, dating, understanding, like, you know, the social cues, I guess. And we was just like, after we logged off, like, we kind of just talked about like the ego. It started, I'm not going for it, it started with a real superficial conversation. <laughs> it, started, yeah. it started real crazy. You want to tell him what he's talking about? Uh, nope. I, they ain't going to cancel weed. <laughs> but you don't want to say it. You a dead dude. All right. So we was talking, right? And basically, Blase Blase, my man's over here said, I don't know if I could date a hoe. <laughs> Okay, hold on. You see, you can't say something like that. You see, trying to get me kids. I said, um, well, that's not what you said. That's not. I what think you, that's uh, what I said. Wait, that's not what you said. Nah, I don't think that's what I said. That's the, all right. What you said then? Go ahead. I don't think. I don't think because you don't know what the fuck you said. Cause you said <laughs> nah. I don't think I will say a hoe because I have no problem dating a. Uh, uh, okay. uh, I don't want to use. I don't want to use the word hoe. Um, a woman who has um. What Been it, around in the circle of life I don't mind dating I think more so I can't um, date someone Who's been with people in my circle Difference That's a good cleanup. Okay Try and cancel me That's out. not what you said <laughs> Okay So It kind of turns to this conversation About the, the man and his ego Because I was like What's wrong with it Like I asked him I did ask him I was like What's wrong with that Oh yeah I mean Um <sighs> I don't know. It's it's more so like, yo, if you my man's and I know you hit my girl in the past, like you can't be my man's. Like, 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 like I can't. Like, I can't. So, I can't. Talk about talk about. So that can't be a man's. Or that's not your girl. What's the? Because what, sometimes they be like, yo, that's not my girl. If if you know. Oh no! If I if I I mean, it depends. Did I got? Did I 
develop feelings for her. If I develop feelings for her, yeah, you gotta go, my man. But if I didn't develop, like I, right, yo, I could easily um, <laughs> exit left on on shorty. You feel me? <laughs> if I, it depends. Because if I have feelings for her, I'm gonna drop my man. Not, and that sounds bad. Not drop my mans, but not I'm mean, not gonna Definitely be as cool. Bro, there is such a thing as bro code. There's no girl code, but there's yeah. Bro code. But um, if it's before I got feelings for her, I right, yo, I'm not ready for a relationship. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> that is toxic. That is hella toxic. But it, it spawned this conversation because like, why is that? And I think we we came to the conclusion that's like, yo, the male ego is extremely fragile. Oh yeah, it and is. And the black I male agree. ego is even more so. Because you and then also as a guy, you just don't want someone to have the one up on you, and you just feel like. And then in in even your man's and not even on your man's because like yo. Even outside of man stuff, like if my my bro hit or anything, like yo, don't ever have me any place where you have messed with some dude and he pulls up on me and try to have like a regular conversation and I don't know that y'all had something, because automatically that's we're 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 ending it right there because I know as a guy who talked to you know talked to um to dudes that was with girls that I have messed with, you know. Some dudes be It's a different energy It's a different energy And they be trying to Really be friendly And they be trying to Really like Low key clowning you Without And then you thinking like, Nothing oh, of she, it Like oh She did the thing With her tongue And they smile Like yeah I told her that Like fuck you You feel me Or just Or just trying to be Overly friendly Knowing that You don't know that I hit your girl Type of thing And it's just kind of like that's one of my pet peeves. Like, yo, if, if we in a spot, like an event, and then you talking to homie, like, these tap me before, you talk to homie and told me, like, yo, me and him used to messing them out. Like, at my age now, I don't really care too much about body counts. Like, body count is like, yo. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Like, you reach, irrelevant. yeah, you reach my age, like, I don't really care. Like, you That's did. you 40, though. Don't do that. I'm not 40. Um, what you gonna call it? It's like, it's irrelevant. Like, we all had a life. You know, you did your thing. I did my thing. You went to college. Automatically, you go to college. I'm thinking you already you just consume. You surely went to college. That's crazy. That's mad educationist. <laughs> totally not even. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to that, but yeah, I'm already off the rip. So body counts is at, at my point in my life. Body counts is irrelevant. It's just more so if people who you mess with are in my circle or not. That's one thing I can't take. What about you? I mean, I'm in a different space. I think maybe because I'm in a relationship, but. Prior to, I mean, young like younger, of course. Like, I, uh, I'm trying to figure out the words properly. Like, mm-hmm. not Cancel saying of him. course. Yeah, they could, they could. But I'm, I'm gonna be 100 honest. I don't think if I liked you, I didn't care. If I liked you, I like, I, I literally did. Like, people could tell me he was out here like thought and bopping. That's true though. It, I remember that one, John. Shut <laughs> you're, you're an asshole. You are a certified asshole. But like, if I liked you, I really didn't care. I, I would grapple with it. Like, I would probably be the type to be like, oh. uh, and it'd be a, in a fucking battle, bro. Yeah, it'd like, be, yo, but she's great. But damn, you was like, you was doing. But then again, that's none of my business. Yo, but I, wait, wait. Side note: You ever been laid up with the short and you had that situation <laughs> and you just looked on for like, you dumb. Like, why you had to be out here like that for? <laughs> Like, why couldn't you just let me love you? <laughs> you feel me? Like, nah. I, I, of course, I think old men have had that conversation. If they catch, if, uh, that like, all right. First of all, we are gonna throw the word "hoe" out because that's subjective. Because men can be hoes, women can be hoes. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's all about you living your life. Is is like that's your perception. As long as you find with it, you find with it. It shouldn't matter what no one else thinks. That's a fact. I think that the it becomes tricky when it's like that ego creeps in because it's like, damn. You had my shorty. I think what happens too, like women's like, oh damn, you had my man. 
Okay, maybe we need a woman. We do need a, we, next week. You want to get a woman in? Yeah, here? but next week know, is episode ten. Because the thing about with women, I realize, at least from a male perspective, if you have someone, they want that person. So it doesn't even matter if you had that. Because like, even with me, like if I knew my man's had this girl type of thing, she automatically doesn't. Like, it's like she cool But it's like I don't care Yeah I don't care And I don't want to be with her Or anything like that Unless she, unless she like Super like wavy Like some Like like, like Rihanna Yeah like we like I don't care If my homeboy had that Like if I had a chance I'm gonna do it But like most of the time Like Cause there's been girls That me and him Have seen back in the past In a different In a different life Back in Albany Yeah <laughs> That he talked Like he was talking to And then it was like that didn't work out the way it worked out, and then it it was it was a chance. I'm like, nah, that's that was my man's old work type thing. Like that don't even like don't even slip my and mind. It, it not work like that. We're not trying to get in trouble, but it's like, yo, like my man used to talk to her, so it's like I'm not even really. Oh like, yeah, yeah, even if she got like, PC culture, PC yeah, culture. so they liked me. Like, okay, well, I'm used to talk to my friends, so like we could be cool. But I'm not really like I'm not looking for this to go. And, and if something does happen, it happens, but I'm not I'm not pushing it. And it's like my man's got to be cool with it. And then and then even with that, and this is it could be a, a, a different segment. For a different time But even with that Like I don't I don't even touch them at all Even at that point Because yo Niggas be lying And I think this OD, goes into OD, ego OD. Like <laughs> That's why I don't mess with None of my friends Old work If I if That's why That's why I take a stream move Like yo, yo, if you yeah, mess you with my with friends You going with that work for it again Come on Let's be PC Come on <laughs> Obama What would Obama do They know They know my They know my heart <laughs> know. I'm saying like I don't even touch I don't even touch my My friends like Old situations Old flames Old, old, old flames old Because like Yo Niggas be lying And that's ego And that's part of ego Because they be telling you yo, Nah nah Forget that girl Like I don't Nah that's all you bro Like she, she, she's on you bro Then that yo, Then that drunk night Shit get crazy Like you ready to talk to my whole shorty like that bro Yo you gonna talk to my shorty or, or, or that's when they start doing a sneak dissing Around your other friends Like yo, yo He's he's lame Like he don't really dress like that. I'm like Now you automatically have some hate towards me Because I mess with A shorty that you Gave me approval for Yeah it, It's shaky But yo The ego is so fragile And I'm like I think about like It's weird But like I don't I think I like I, de- I didn't develop an ego To like To like college Like honestly mm-hmm. Like I think like, like in high school I was so like If you know me I'm pretty aloof Like I don't really pay attention To a lot of signs of things Like I, once I see it Or I, like I'll see it I'll engage Like I'll register it And it's like alright It doesn't bother me Until it becomes an issue if that yeah. makes sense Like a lot of times I don't really I don't really care about stuff Until like I have to really like Experience like the overall feeling Of like whatever's happening So uh, But I remember back In college It was just like Yo If you wanted to talk to Anybody If a girl would talk to a guy A guy would talk to a girl You could probably Ask somebody In your close circle What you heard about this person you're getting like 17 different stories Yep Yep <laughs> And it's just like, damn. So you got to weigh how you really feel about the person or how you like bobbing with the person versus what you hearing. And it was really weird. And I think it carried. And it was really weird because when you realize, when you hear this whole situation, because there was certain points where like, oh, I didn't want to mess with, But then you hear, actually hear the story of what happened between your mans and or, or her and with those people or that some, you. And it'd be really like, yo, it was just off of coincidence. Like, oh, they talked. They thought they had something. And then went their separate ways. Or it was not as. 
crazy as you thought it would be once you heard that. Think news. about it. Once you hear a story, you heard it from somebody, heard it from somebody, heard it from somebody. it's already mm-hmm. changed like 30 times before you finally That's get it. A fact. And if you get close to somebody, it's like, yo, damn. But by the time you've already heard it, you've already made your mind up, like, oh, damn, shorty out here wilding for respect. So it's like, however I felt about you, might have just flipped up. But then we finally get to talk about it. And it's like, you almost embarrassed when you get the real story. Yeah. Or you get like, that damn. person inside of the story. You got to decide what you want to believe or what you and then, don't. And then, you, and then, some, and then I know a lot of dudes and myself included like yo you end up messing things up because you a dickhead yep and then you miss on you miss out on a great thing based off your ego but ego come it, it comes in so many different shapes of form because it could be the same thing with like a job or like an opportunity mm-hmm. like you don't want to look thirsty so you don't go ask this person yo can you take a look at my resume you yo oh, yeah, hire that was me that was me like even like i'm like if, like again If you know me Like I'm like I have like the worst anxiety When I have to ask somebody A question or I have to challenge So I, I, I had the worst things I don't know I've been a real asshole These last couple months But You've been an asshole Since I knew him But continue That's cause you're 40 And you're sensitive don't do Anyways that. Like He the real like, nigga, but Whatever <laughs> Whatever Anyways But like I, It would be like Crippling And I couldn't ask like For help I couldn't ask like People for like The most basic of things Or be like Yo can you just like Readdress that Can you reach Like I would just like Really struggle Through everything Because my ego Wouldn't allow me To ask for help But allow me to be I was okay I can know I was right And still like fade to be wrong Like my, my ego Was weird like that Like I couldn't put myself In positions to be vulnerable and I think that's like some one of the hardest things with the, as a as a black man, not even just as a black man. It's like, yo, you want to be like if you got this vision of yourself to be successful, you want to make it, or you want to break certain generational curses or whatnot. You have this preconceived notion of what you must have and what you must do. And a lot of us kind of put ourselves in a position where it's like, yo, I'm going to sacrifice the opportunity to get something that might be beneficial and I'm in my gut I can know it's beneficial but my ego just won't get out of the way oh yeah um as far as my ego I think my ego made me passive aggressive at least when I was younger I'm hella passive aggressive I'll be okay. yeah <laughs> I'll be what you want to call it I'll be feeling like I don't have enough ego to do with the things that I want to do or I have my 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 ideas Enable me Like I, I don't know how I'm, uh, It's like I think these Great ideas But I kind of Down myself all, all with my ego In a sense like Oh maybe I'm not That lit for me To do something like that Maybe I'm not That lit to To view myself And not more so Of a self esteem But I, it maybe ties in With self esteem A little bit with ego But yeah. e- But just being pride Can ego and prideful Be in the same Department 100% I think Because you think about What your ego is It's kind of like Your perception of yourself But your pride is like What you will and won't Allow yourself to do Yeah And I would say that It stopped me Because speaking of Just asking people For help and everything Like asking people For help and all that Is sort of a big thing For me Because you never want To be in the In the hands of others In a sense Cause you At feel, all I don't want my I never want anybody <laughs> To be in control of me Yeah and also I'm a, I, I, I'm gonna I'm tell you person If you throw something Back in my face If I ask you for something Not only It destroys The relationship That I have with you But it also destroys Me in the sense of Like oh shit Like no I'll Never again uh, Type thing So It's kind of weird In a sense Nah big facts Big facts And I think With dating Like there's already so many missing pieces. Like, let's be real. The perception of what dating is versus what it should be, especially in our community, is so flawed. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, 
it's very materialistic. It's very idealistic. You're looking for you're looking for Rihanna. You're looking for the perception of what you believe Rihanna mm-hmm. to be. And then you looking, and then you also trying to follow these rules that society gives you, or you just don't even be comfortable in what you want. Yeah, like I don't know what I like. I just know what everybody tells me I should like, and mm-hmm. I go for that. And then it happens, and it's like, well, this isn't really it, or vice versa. It might be it, and I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've never seen it. Like I told people. Years ago, I, I was like, yo, it, it's, it's hard to really establish a great relationship because, like, people, I've been told for so long what I should accept, what I should like, what mm-hmm. I shouldn't like. And when I get to see like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, I don't care if you do that. But then it's like, oh, the, my partner might be like, yo, well, why don't you feel this way about this be doing this, that? And I was like, shit, damn, should I? And then we're just running in this constant loop and it, it's not working, you know? So it kind of creates like that, that, that static Cause I don't know What the hell I'm supposed to be doing I think I've, I've established That now In the last like Three years or so mm-hmm. But from like 14 to 24 25 I was running in circles And I think That's just the process Of going through life You know I think when you finally Are able to look at your ego And say yo I don't care What And I think that's why Therapy is such A powerful thing Cause you need that Out of you need somebody with expertise just to tell you about that, and it tells you a little bit about your ego. Yeah, because you miss out a lot of opportunities. There's everybody has those girls that or the women that have the men, or if you're into the same sex thing, like you have that those people who you probably wish you did say something to, or you wish you did act on, or you did speak up for, and you didn't. And now it's like all it is is a what if, or it's like I see you outside, and it's like oh what's up, I hope hope you're good, and that's it. Like it could have been more, but you'll never know because your ego and your pride would got in the way, you know, or like, you know, you had that job opportunity or that chance to join an organization or something like that, where it's just like, yo, your pride, your ego, however you was feeling kind of just blocked you off. And then it's like, you just sit here like, oh, what if I would have made that move or made that decision or didn't make that decision? Mm -hmm. How could things have played out differently? And I think that that's probably like. That's probably like one of the number one killers, really. And not saying like like in death, but in terms of like a lot of people, like once they miss out on opportunity, that's where like their life stops and they just kind of get stuck in a perpetual cycle, like that yep. that gerbil wheel. And then that routine. That's one of my things. Fuck routine. Oh, routine is one of, is is my killer. It's you get comfortable and you get into routine. It's hard to think. It's it's hard to put yourself outside that box. That's interesting because I feel like I'm kind of like the reverse. I don't really get into routine. Like I will do something for like a couple of days and I'll stop. I think I kind of have unless like the routine is like nothingness. Like I have like if you come into the studio, you see how we work and like I have like screens everywhere and different Mm -hmm. shit that I do. But like I think when my ego gets in the way or my my pride or something is like thrown off. I'm probably just doing nothing. I don't think that's really a routine. Like, I don't and I, I think I think routine for me is like just getting. It's like having a consistent flow, and then knowing that you want to do more, but you don't break that routine, or you just get too comfortable that you just decide to not break out of that routine to strive for more. And that's been. A, I mean, maybe that'd be a different topic. It's just I. I would say for me, it's just more so of. You you knowing you have the potential, but you're not trying to do your best to reap that potential. That's a fact. I definitely do struggle with that, especially like yo, how can I be better? And identifying multiple ways I'd be better and be like, eh, yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna go shoot people. I'm gonna go play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a nap. It's over. Play Pokemon and shit. Nah, you know? fuck that. Pokemon is lit. I'm a fucking amazing trainer. Like fuck anime. you. 
Fuck you. I was just watching my hero. You're just taking shots. Get the fuck out of my house. Nigga, that's nigga, that's what I'm talking about, nigga. Oh, my fault. See, look, it's on my ego again. Look. <laughs> but um, yo, we want I want to continue this conversation in future episodes, but we definitely want to bring a, a a guest in next week to just talk about the ego from the female perspective. And we got a, a long list of stuff to talk to you about. We know it's gonna be an interesting week this week. We appreciate y'all for coming through episode nine. We're about to hit double digits, bro. Next week is double digits. Come on now. We here consistently every week. We have not missed one week. We here, so please show us love. You know, go to all the social media. This might not go well. Go like the post. Let us go know like how this. we can be better, bro. That's what I want to know. Tell me how I can be better. I know I talk a little fast sometimes. Uh, tell me, tell us how we can you know promote more. What do y'all need? Merch is coming soon. We got we got a little little surprise dropping. We dropping it what tomorrow. Oh yeah! Wait, wait. We could talk about it. We could yeah. talk. We could talk about it because they ain't gonna hit it till Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Um. We got a logo, baby. Yeah, official Come logo. On. Official logo. We about to file the trademarks and everything for this. Might not go well. We taking this hundred percent serious. So I hope that y'all can, you know, y'all been showing love. Y'all been showing support. Just yo, let us know how we can be better because we want to get better, not just for y'all, but for ourselves. We trying to, you know, we want to build up the ego from success so this way we can have new challenges to overcome. That's a fact. You feel me? Just continue showing us love and we continue to bring you content every week. All right. Big facts. But yo, be well. Corona going crazy right now. Take it easy. Stay in the crib if you can. If you gotta go outside to work, just be safe. Mask up. No daps, none of that. You wanna say anything to the people, Brody? Oh, yes, yes, I do wanna say something to the people. Oh, you about to read a Drake lyric. Here it go. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She's gonna say laugh. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. That's what you're gonna say? You know, dead ass, I was thinking about that quote, but <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to put that out there because, you know, songs fairly used. I just wanna say, I was born to make mistakes, not to fake per- perfection. Oh. That's it from your boy, B Breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. We, we ain't talking about your girl Mulatto wilding out. <laughs> Don't. Big lotto, but we talk about that next week. All right, y'all. It's your boy Slick, a.k.a. Law. We signing off. Have a great one. Be safe. Take out.